Oh, that's the other thing. You, you know, that's where we are right now. Hmm? They they found a tiger <laughs> in West Houston, just hanging out, just chilling, just just walking through the neighborhood casually. Hey, and the police found him. Yeah, they had their guns drawn, and when the tiger looked their way, hmm. they just got in the car. They just got in the car. They holstered their weapons mm. and got in the car. Interesting. So we know that Tiger was not black. Uh. That that Tiger was named Brad in accounting. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Tiger was named Brad in accounting. Uh. Tiger was named Karen. That Tiger, that, that tiger came from a good family. Mm. Tiger was a lone wolf. That t- <laughs> <laughs> that tiger, that tiger seemed like such a good guy. <laughs> they're gonna take him. They're gonna take him to. They're, uh, they're gonna arrest him gently and take him to Petco for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The following content was slightly delayed because, well, I'm still on hold with the unemployment office. Damn. Start the show. That's the right sound effect. There we go. Yeah, man, you know how it is. It's still on the phone with the motherfuckers. As a matter of fact, the phone. I'm the. I'm on hold right now, currently, as we speak. That's crazy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> just telling you, it's a bunch of bullshit. Hey, man, look. Uh, let me put you through to my supervisor, and then the supervisor comes on. And goes, let me put you through to my supervisor. Shit, how far are we going? I look. If well, it, it, I put it this way: not too far. If we're talking to the governor, I'm fucked. Yeah, like, let's just let's just start Actually, there. You can talk to Greg Abbott. That's a flex right there. That, I would say get that shit off your chest too. You know what? Yeah. As a matter of fact, while I have you, are you in front of a flight of stairs, sir? <laughs> shit, I'll be right there, <laughs> bitch. Get that shit off, man. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy, Oz. And I am here for the mutually assured destruction. I've been ready. Oh, yes. Let's go. I'm here for it. You know, this is how I know the fuckery has returned. Is that, is that the fuckery was so strong. Randall hit me. He texted me. He said, we haven't even recorded I have the graphic for this ep- for for the upcoming episode. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, if you've been paying attention to social media, you probably know what it is. Mm-hmm. It was covered up with a bunch of shit. But um, yeah, we will get to that later. How was your week, D. Randall? It was a full week. Um, I do want to make a, a belated shout out to all mothers out there. Um, shout out to the moms, man. Women are the centers of creation. Um, as cliche as it sounds, thank you. As cl- oh, that that wasn't for me actually. That was for the mothers. My That's bad. for the mothers. Um, as cliche as it sounds, um, you are irreplaceable. Your your job is priceless. Um, you do not. 
there there is there is nothing to recompensate you for what you do. Um, also honoring all mothers um, past as well. Um, if you are alive and listening to this, it says a lot about you as a person. But at least your mother raised you right. It's true. It's true. Um, you know, I, and you know, some of y'all, as somebody who's lost a parent, I know some of these holidays and some of these, you know, these these days can take a toll. Watching everybody, uh, you know, partake in all the pictures and all that bullshit. Listen. Your feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. You don't have to partake in the bullshit. Right. Um, you, if you, you take whatever time you need to reconcile those feelings or don't reconcile them. Um, you know, it, some people don't have mothers in the picture for whatever reason. And that is a valid part of life that deserves to be addressed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, vent, vent, uh, Take whatever time to let that let those things out healthy. If you need to sit down with somebody, do that. Um, you know, just know that you're not alone. Right. And you're not alone and there are people that even if they don't know you, that want the best for you. Um, having said that, uh shout out to my new listeners. Yep, yeah. Why the fuck are y'all here? Hey, some of y'all are doing something, man. Some of y'all telling people, man. I just we just looked at these numbers. Just for for May. Yeah. For May. We're 10 days in. Yeah. And some of y'all doing something right. Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners that have brought the new listeners. Uh, shout out to the day ones. Birthday shout out to my big brother, uh, David, uh, my big brother, Dave Braff. What up, Dave? Up there, my Brooklyn, my Brooklyn peoples, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Uh, yet another lap around the universe. This is a long lap, too, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I right. It, it feels like they get a little longer. It feels it. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like they get longer, and sometimes depending on how you're doing life that year, sometimes it feels like they get shorter. Yeah. Um, I had that. That was my twenties. That was my late twenties. I was just I was drunk one day, and the next day I was thirty. Good so. job. Good job. Um, I'm drinking currently. Actually, I'm going to pour a little bit more on that bitch. Uh, I really was supposed to. I really was supposed to have been fed Mm-mm. and then drinking, but DoorDash just is having a night or something. Uh, I blame David Diggs. Um, fuck he do? Do I, what did he do? Oh, I'm just because he's the he's like the mascot right now for, for DoorDash? DoorDash. Oh, did not know that. Oh yeah! Uh, since the Super Bowl, he it's a bunch of DoorDash commercials with him hanging out with Sesame Street puppets, DoorDashing with I shit you not, Big Bird, one with Cookie Monster, and one with Grover. I regret asking. <laughs> I do. That's the star of Snowpiercer. That's why I can't watch that shit. It's a good show, though. It's a good show. Yeah, I keep hearing it's a good show. It's a good show. And I, I know he's not the central focus. Um, yeah, my week was interesting. Um, let's see. Fighting with unemployment. <laughs> um, you make it sound like it's a fair fight. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Getting, getting bitch slapped by unemployment. <laughs> um, getting my new washer and dryers installed. Let's go. Finally. 
can can routinely do clean clothes without fear of something exploding. I mean, um, got, we had to get our handyman in there, our old school handyman. What you got over here? What you got over here? You got to put this hose in here. And I, he looked at me crazy because uh, I was not helping him carry that shit up the stairs. I have decided I I I love my back. I need my back. I'm gonna need that back going forward. So that's why I'm just gonna hire people to carry shit up the stairs from now on forever. Look, we we're getting our roof done now. Yeah, and uh, the guy stopped by yesterday to drop off a pallet of shingles. Mm-hmm. Uh, small Latino dude, real cool, okay. older dude, cool as shit. Bet very nice. He took all that shit off the truck by himself and load and put it in my garage. My wife was like, "Solo, dolo, hell yeah!" My wife oh, was like, boy. "You're not gonna help him." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Shit, for as much as I'm paying them, hell no." Let me tell you something. Hell no. I'm past those. I'm past those days. I, I work out and I'm proud of that, and you know, I, I try to stay consistent, but. I'm past those days where, like, I'm trying to, I'm using my size and strength to get the mm-hmm. pussy. I get it? No, I ain't got to, I ain't got to carry shit one handed on one mm-hmm. shoulder no more. I don't work, I don't work at that kind of job anymore. Um, the box would got to carry one handed with the box over up the stairs. Got to mm-hmm. look cool. No, not that. Yeah. I, I I very much had a Yeti cup full of juice standing there having a full conversation with this dude while he struggled with a pallet full of shingles. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> Where are you from again? Oh, man, that's nice. Go, go, go. He's just struggling. Yeah, he's just like. Oh, I watched my handyman wrap the shit, put the, put the rope around that bitch. Mm. Uh, with the little with the little back brace tied to the thing, <laughs> tied to the dolly. Oh, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Wasn't doing, wasn't doing a bitch ass thing. You like, damn, that shit. Hey, man, that shit looks heavy, man. Damn, you got it, bro. You good? You got it, huh? Oh, okay. All no, right. You, slow. You, you, you need to call somebody else. I ain't, I ain't got you on stopwatch, bro. You know, take, you, take your time, take man. Your time, bro. That was me. I guess I was like, man, take I'm your time. Man, I'm, I'm here. That first flight. Go ahead, take a break, bro. I'm straight. Cause you don't have backup coming. That deposit already cleared. I'm, yeah, we good. I, just, yeah, I know you put it in. We good. I'm not lifting that fucking finger. Fuck. That shit. Um, I guess I can start off giving flowers. Now, we usually, like 95% of the time, mm-hmm. give flowers to black people. Mm-hmm. Because we got to appreciate each other while we're here. Sure. This week is going to be an exception. <gasps> we're giving flowers to John Oliver. Okay, okay. John Oliver. If, oh. Let me hit him with it. John Oliver has been super consistent um, since he's been back on his new uh, season. John Oliver has been giving up. Actually, he's, he's done a lot of like woke Black Lives Matter related content mm-hmm. this season so far. And he's been on point. And um, I have to say, I know it feels bare minimum-ish. Yeah. But you can tell he definitely has a Jamal in the room. Oh, he has a he, John Oliver has a Jamal room full of Jamal. <laughs> he, he he talks to the white writers yeah. and then he leaves that room yeah. and goes into the Jamal room. Yeah. Now, tear up everything the white people just said. Yeah. Um because this week he highlighted dragging white people and their relationship with black hair. That's a big one. That's a big one. Um, because we all know white people's relationship 
with black hair at best is at at best is insulting at worst is uh racist and debilitating mm. um he did a lot of things that I like um he recognized right away that as a white man as a whitey white British man, he was not the person to be discussing. The op- he's not the optimal person to be discussing black hair, that, and that's that's an important point to make. Um, one of one of the virtues of allyship is just being a gateway, just being the messenger, just being a herald, exactly the silver surfer, if you will, exactly. Just yeah, hey, hey, I'm just letting y'all know this is some bullshit, but I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna step back and let the black people explain to you why. If there was a better person than me that could be doing this segment, mm-hmm. I would get up from this chair and I would let them do it. But it's important for white people to hear these things from other white people. You know Jamal wrote that shit, though. Uh, uh, Jamal, you know how I know Jamal wrote that shit? Because it started out with a quote and a scene from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Not only that, it was definitely a pro-Portia moment because mm-hmm. all black people who are keeping up with The Real Housewives right now know that that show... Portia Williams, in addition to being one of the finest women I've ever seen in reality television ever, her back, she ought to have back problems right now from carrying this season the way she has. <laughs> it would not be as interesting were it not for Portia, who has come such a long way, who is, who? It, I mean, I was going to say dignified in her own way. She's still no less than two hours late to every event. Um, well. <laughs> I mean, it, it, no, it's on purpose at this point. Like, yeah. because the trade off for her showing up late is she has outdone everyone in the room as far as outfits go, no matter what event it is. Um, that's just her now. And we all know Kenya Moore is the devil. And the opening thing included those two things. And if I'm all hyped up about uh, Real Housewives, it's because the reunion was on last night. Which was part three, which is a waste. How many parts did they have? For it was a three-part. It was a three-part reunion. They could have got that shit over with in one and an after show. Shit, the reunion is long as the show. It was long. It was long as fuck because it wasn't three episodes worth of shit to cover in this season. It was all about who fucked the stripper at the. It, the whole season was re- revolved. Bolo? Mostly around who fucked Bolo. Bolo, I remember Bolo. Yeah. Who fuck who fucked Bolo? And it only revolved around who fucked Bolo because Kenya and Marlo Hampton would not shut the fuck up about it. Did we ever find out who did it? <laughs> I would imagine we after know, three episodes look, you did not. We know, but we don't know. And the point and the point has always been we kinda know, but who gives a fuck and that's their business. That is also true. Who gives a fuck? That's their business and why the fuck are you so obsessed with it? Portia, Portia pretty, I mean, Portia fuck Bolo. Good for her. Good for her. And, good, and you know what? Good for Bolo. But back to John Oliver. But back to John Oliver. <laughs> it's true. Um, That's how we know Jamal wrote that shit. Jamal definitely wrote that shit. And it is exciting to have somebody who is doing all the things right. And John Oliver, from what I've seen of his past coverage of black issues, if if he's not able to do it right, he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And he has managed to do it right, and he has managed to cover the aspects 
of white privilege that make most white people uncomfortable to say themselves out loud. Love it. And that's why I love this guy. Um, John Oliver is, like, he's always on point, I have to say. But a white person even tackling black hair, for me, is audacious. That's, that's, that's tricky. It's tricky, but it's necessary because we're at a point where people are being teased and harassed in places they should not be. Mm-hmm. People are being fired over their hair. People are being lambasted in the media over their hair. People are being kept out of jobs during a pandemic when unemployment is high because of their hair. I fear that I fear that whatever the fuck I do with my hair, I'm going to be kept out of the game. Yeah, probably because of it. Mm. Um. So, shout out to John Oliver. Shout out to John Oliver. Uh, yeah. Praise him. I ain't gonna praise the nigga now. I ain't gonna praise. Slow him. down. But still white. <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing a damn good job. Um. Definitely keep up the good work. We need white people addressing white people's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so keep up the good he work. He does a good job of it. I, it, is one of the, it is one of the most consistent, consistently good post-John Stewart Daily Show yeah. things out there. Yeah. Um, now, I, Hassan should be up there. They, they got him the fuck out of here yeah. at a time when it was easy to get things out of here. They got Hassan Minaj out of here. Patriot Act was really good, though. Yeah, he'll he'll he'll, he'll land on another platform. He'll 100%. get something. Hundred percent. He'll get something. Um, humans ain't shit. Why is that? This week's humans ain't shit. Okay, the vaccine. All right, y'all. <laughs> I I had to rub my temples when I said it. So, y'all were doing so well. The vaccine was going very well. Um, a lot of people were getting vaccinated. It was a lot. We were learning more. The CDC was gaining more data. Mm. Um, and right now, the numbers, the, the COVID numbers have gone up. Why have the COVID numbers gone up, you ask? Because less people are getting vaccinated lately. Like there, like there are reports of missed appointments and tons of extra vaccine, which is troublesome. A lot of y'all just getting one shot. A lot of y'all getting the first shot, and y'all think y'all the fuck out of there. We good, bitch. Or some of you geniuses are getting the first shot and fucking around and catching fucking COVID, which is ridiculous. Um, And the spread of COVID-19 is actually on an uptick because you fucking geniuses are not doing vaccination right. At bare minimum, you should not be going out to the bar after your first shot. Just wait a month. Wait a month. Just wait, not even a month. Just like three and a half weeks, four weeks. Y'all be you good, know, man. Not. I mean, if now if you're freshly vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and you want to and, and you want to visit your grandma, you want to visit somebody that you have not visited in a long time. I'm not mad at you. Oh, no doubt. 
Because I definitely, there are definitely a, a, a one or two people that I want to go see that I have not seen in a year that were kind of my backbone yeah. before the pandemic hit. But no, you stupid, silly motherfuckers. Oh, just in time. I can head to the airport. Going yeah. to the Tulum. Right, Tulum is going to be a fucking wasteland. Boy, I tell you. And also, let me take a look at flights. <laughs> See what they're looking like right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the fuck out. I ain't like. I ain't gonna. I ain't. I, look, I'm not gonna hold you. Um, I'm kind of on that same shit. Are these the numbers? Yeah, I'm just. I'm just looking at you know, just some state numbers. I mean, they, oh, okay. They, 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 overall, they're down, but they just you know could be better. It could be a lot better. Could be better. Should be better given. Yeah, should be better. Could be better. Um, now, it is worth saying, now I do want to point out one thing. There was an article going around from the New York Times saying that um, the way people are fucking up the vaccine, it looks like we're not going to reach herd immunity. That, that headline was misleading. Not only was that headline misleading, but as it turns out, most of the experts, most of the credible experts were saying from the get-go that um, herd immunity should not be the plan. Right. Herd immunity should never be the plan to begin with. That was that was something that was left over from the Trump administration um, that was actually Fauci deemed kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, Fauci has evolved on herd immunity where it's not ruled out, but it should not be the, the go-to plan to curb uh, COVID-19. Right. Now, I don't have a problem with a lot of y'all. I don't have a problem with people that have concerns. Like, I have a friend who is holding off on the the vaccine until there's more data uh, accumulated because she's worried about, um, she doesn't think there's enough data to ensure that there there aren't going to be fertility issues for her. True, I mean that. That's respectable. That's respectable. Um, also, don't order drinks from the address <laughs> on two eighty eight OST. <laughs> Fuck them. Damn. They also might be a threat to your fertility. <laughs> <laughs> and the motherfuckers do uh, mandatory gratuity after one fucking drink. Shut the fuck up. Are you? Wait. Excuse me. Mandatory gratuity. Oh yeah, for I, one drink. For one drink, I, I went Suck there. My dick. I went there one time for someone's birthday. Got one drink, paid in cash. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Eighteen percent gratuity. Get the. I, fuck. I didn't even say I was, bitch. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, it would have been. A, it would have been a couple of bitches flying. Yeah. Fuck that. Get out of my face with that shit. Um, I don't have a problem with y'all having concerns. Like I said, my problem is is when the concerns. Come from a, a source of misinformation. Yes. And I got into it with somebody uh, on uh, Facebook earlier this week. She was just sounding crazy. Um, I don't have a particular problem with her, but she was sounding fucking wild. And she was telling me I sounded ignorant and misinformed. Um, she was saying a lot of crazy shit like, oh, y'all are so wrapped up in science. Well, if y'all are so wrapped up in science, what about the Bible? What about what about faith? Um, 
as someone who's raised in a devout Christian home, my question to my fellow Judeo-Christian believers, why do people think that Jesus was anti-medicine? Y'all, like, y'all think they were really back in the day just overworking Jesus. Jesus had them hands, though, man. Jesus was just on call everywhere. He had them hands. Blow, blow, no. blow, blow. No, y'all, see, that's the problem. See, y'all were overworking people and underpaying them even then. Yeah. Y'all were overworking this man and and paid him with a handsome reward of nailing him to a cross. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I don't want to make this a Bible podcast. Some of y'all going to get up my ass. Like, this is definitely the wrong, all, wrong platform for that. All I'm saying is that if you really want to, if you really want to talk about religion, you really want to talk about what God does and what Jesus does. Listen, God made the earth in a week, less than in a week. Most medicines and 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 things that renew that that renewed and healed back then came from herbs and plants that came from the earth. And God made the earth. So if those plants were there, it's because he wanted them there. That boy hit y'all with scientific method, Bible style. So what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. I just, I want people to read the whole Bible. Get past Genesis. (laughs) I want people to read, I'll say it again, the whole Bible. Read more than Psalms. I'm just saying. I like. You gotta read the boring shit too. And then people got up my ass and was like, oh, well, the CDC is saying things that I don't trust. Like, like, likely and maybe um science doesn't deal in likely and maybe but y'all y'all believe that a man walked on water what the fuck are you talking about likely and maybe are like principles of scientific method have you heard of a hypothesis have you heard of a theory bitch get some science in your life I, like, why would you say some shit like that? Y'all trust that McDonald's don't have rat feet in it. But y'all... Bro, y'all can't <laughs> wait for the McRib to drop again. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is a McRib? Y'all don't know. It ain't a rib. It's molded pork. I That ain't come from a McCow. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. What the... Like, I've seen that McRib. It's pork mold. I, like, y'all don't know what the fuck is in anything, y'all. Bruh. I guarantee you the same woman... That had a nigga eating her pussy that ain't been to the dentist since 2002. Uh-oh. Yeah, periodontitis in the, <laughs> in the pussy. Yeah. Just got, got oh my God. plaque and tartar all up in her shit. <laughs> but you got the nerve to tell me I don't know what's I don't know what's in the vaccine. Y'all out here doing drive-through daiquiris. Y'all putting y'all putting industrial strength glue in your hair, <laughs> and got the nerve to lecture me about what's in the vaccine. Get the fuck out of my face! The niggas that don't believe in medicine will sip lean all day, though. Look, 
You know what I'm saying? They'll sit Promethazine all day. Look. Right, right. Anything they heard in a rap song that somebody got off in a rap song, they'll they'll do that shit. I mean, if you told niggas that the vaccine got them high, they'll be lined up to take that shit. <laughs> hey, bro, that shit fuck you up. Worse hey, than that lean, my nigga. And y'all forgot I went to school with some of y'all. I know some I know some some of the people y'all done fucked. Y'all shouldn't be worried about the vaccine. <laughs> y'all should be worried about another vaccine. I'm just look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They talk they they talking all that shit about um well, the vaccine doesn't hundred doesn't hundred percent ensure you're not gonna catch it. Guess what? Car insurance don't hundred percent ensure that you don't get into a fucking accident. Condoms don't don't hundred percent prevent STDs. I bet you won't want on hand. Mm. Uh oh. I'm just saying. Uh oh. You know, and and don't get me started because y'all y'all talking all that protective sex shit now. I ain't never seen anyone using a dental dam ever. Hmm. Ever. Ever. Most niggas said, what is that? Exactly. <laughs> Many of y'all said, damn, what's a dental dam, Oz? Uh, I'm just saying, y'all, y'all got a lot bigger problems than that. And look, the point is not to... I think we all know that the point of the vaccine is not to cure... Or completely get rid of COVID nineteen is to give us a leg up on it. Yeah, and killed half a million, half a mil at, in at, the U.S. At this point, I, at, I, I'm just going to be transparent here. At this point, I don't even care anymore. Um, I took care of my business. People closest to me took care of theirs. We about to we about to tear down this bitch. You know it's saying? true. It's true. We about to colonize some shit. I'm I'm going to I'm I'm doing number two on Thursday. Let's go. I'm doing number two on Thursday, and I'm trying to figure out um, what the vibes are going to be like in the fall in New York. Shit. I had to fuck out of here. Get your herd together. Get your herd. My herd got immunity. I was. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I ain't playing with y'all, man. Uh, Get your shit together, man. Um, Song of the week. Uh, It's amazing that I've done this podcast for this long and there's been no common what no common i mean don't get me wrong common has kind of evolved into a bit of a cornball oh a bit (laughs) you say he has evolved into a little bit of a cornball but he does he he does still know how to put on a, a a nice little dance joint something you can you know, something you can put on at the at the grown folks lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what do you say with common featuring PJ? Get just um, go ahead and pour Lace yourself something. Lace your roller skates for this one. Lace your roller skates for this one. It's going to be a good podcast. Yes, and we will be right back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
you my Medina, a queen like Amina or Fatima, redeemer of passion, we both had compassion for the black diaspora and all its vastness, you in my plans, thinking of a master, the essence of your dance, the truth in your laughter, that I want to capture and cultivate stature, I'll be here for you till the hereafter, there's a clear path to, to the love inside you, my name's Rashid, it means I'm a guide to, we both are driven, that's why we arrived to a place where now anything we can ride through, to tell the truth I lied and been lied to, seeker of a deeper ether, you don't have to hide you, time to be in front, time to be beside you, I don't want to move with nobody besides you. But it's not religion I want to pour into the riches of your being We don't diss each other even when we disagree And let's two-step the freedom And help the world see themselves in God And every human being You everything and you happen for a reason Your presence is a joy to be in Yeah That was that common. Yeah. I had to say, when common is on, he's on. You know, he does his <laughs> thing. As long as he's not acting. Oh, God, as long as it's not acting. Yeah. And he, I'm telling you, he is good at rapping. He's good at pulling these bitches. Everything else outside, I mean, look, look, look. He pulled Serena. And lost her. He pulled Angela Rye. Lost her. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if we're being honest, Hollywood, especially black Hollywood, black celebrity world, is everybody, men and women, 
rotating the same like five people in a circle. Okay. If if five. I'm just saying. He seems like a wonderful conversationalist. I know he no. and Angela Rye had scintillating conversations. All he had to keep saying was Black Lives Matter and he could stay in Angela he could stay in that pussy. I'm, yeah. If we're just being honest. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you're still my queen. Uh, that's all you, you got. Know, that's, that's all you gotta say. The black woman is God. Angela Rye ain't no amazing. It ain't one of the amazing ones. You know, she ain't. You know, she's not. Uh, you know, Angela Davis or nothing. And so it don't take much to mesmerize her. Wow. I, I'm just saying. We <clears throat> talked about this light skin mediocrity. Baby, you want to see my windmill? Yes. You know I got skill. You know. <laughs> oh, niggas say AI again. You know, some, yeah. some shit like that. But AI, you can fly. Commercial was so bad. They um, say I can act. That's a lie. <laughs> Mars, baby. Uh, let's see. What, what else we got on the fucking... We can go to <laughs> Mars, maybe. What else we got on this docket, man? Let's see what's going on in the news. Um, what do I want? I don't want to start there. Actually, I don't want to start there. That damn Michael Che. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you see the Michael Che joint? I sure did. Yeah, you know, we have not reviewed content in a while. Mm. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, HBO Max has a series, a com- uh, a com- uh, a comedic. Skit series, yeah, uh, called that damn Michael Che. Now, it was supposed to be called that black ass Michael Che. Mm. You heard the story behind that? I did not hear the story behind. Okay, this. He, well, he said that uh, it, it originally was going to be that you know black ass Michael Che, uh, and he imagined at the Emmys Tilda Swinton announcing it and saying the winner that black ass Michael Che. Had to have a sound effect to it right there too, because <laughs> you know, because you know, they they they're trying to make the Emmys and the Oscars all that a little blacker. Yeah, Questlove was DJing at the fucking Oscars. Yeah, he was. Was it the Oscars? It was one of them. One of them shows. It was one of them. Yeah, Questlove was there. Yeah. So yeah, you got to hit him with that. Gotcha. No, white people ain't ready for. See, white people. See, white people just figured out about the air horn. What a guan! Yeah, yeah. See, see, white people just figured that out. Woo, so, what a guan! So the bl- so the bomb button, woo, the bomb button is gonna throw them off a little bit. Sounds destructive. You have to you have to ease white people into these things. Well, e- that's why we have niggas like Will I Am. See that was. <laughs> Will I am is a gateway into white people like playing shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, damn Michael Che was actually pretty funny. I actually sat there and watched the entire season in one sitting. I did not get through Michael Che only because I'm at that age now where you don't fall asleep because something's boring. You fall asleep because you're sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I didn't want to fall asleep on Michael Che. I caught them first three episodes. I will say, the episode where the nigga was with a nigga. This isn't a big spoiler or anything. Where the nigga was talking to his what looked like his therapist, but it was actually a sex worker. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. 
the that was good. The the vaccine was, was funny and hilariously like accurate. And that's the thing. Um, we're getting to that point where we had that comedy that's that's funny as outlandish, but it ain't that outlandish. Yeah. Um. I yeah I now that was relentlessly timely. Um, you know there was one where he was trapped in an elevator with a fake ally. That was also hilarious. The 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 appearances were great. Method Man, Method yeah. Man is funny, bro. He's funny. I have to admit, he's a naturally funny person. Though, if you if you ever meet him, realize he, he life. He's a naturally well, funny yeah. Person. But I mean, like on like a actual acting, like he's grown, yeah. like like on an acting comedic timing level, he's yeah. fucking hilarious. I love that. I like Colin Jost's appearance. Yes, uh, and, and Michael Che kind of joke that, you know, he and Colin Jost have that kind of relationship. Where right, they they like to fuck with each other, and Colin Jost agreed to play that part without knowing what he was. He literally showed up on set not knowing what he was going to do. Oh, that's ridiculous! And they, that's hilarious. That's that's what they do. But Godfrey was there. Yeah, when you, you know, when you, you know, smashing we let- Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, you, you don't have a fear of much. <laughs> You know, Godfrey, we've let Godfrey back in the fold yeah. since he's divested from Vlad. <laughs> it took a minute, but he finally saw the light divested from Vlad, so yeah. we, we get to we get to let him back in now. Um and it turns out Godfrey is pretty funny. Um I'm actually I'm glad he's getting his turn now. Cause Godfrey was always he was always that guy that was kind of adjacent to all the big people. Mm-hmm. While still being in the Chitlin circuit, yep. Um, so it's, it was like he never really got his turn, and then when we wanted to give him his turn, this nigga was on Vlad talking about weird Hotepian shit. Yeah, but and, then he decided he needed to get that check. Yeah, <laughs> he needed to get that Lawrence Michaels money. It's true. He saw he he saw people opening the doors, and he went yeah. on and said, "Oh fuck this shit! I can do my Steve Harvey imitation." Oh God, the Steve Harvey. I, I have to admit that is the best Steve Harvey I have heard, yeah. maybe ever. Like that's gonna be his thing. The way like white people love doing Christopher Walken, yeah, and Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> See, we're, y'all think I'm not studying y'all? I told y'all last time I'm studying you, white people. Got to. Y'all love Christopher Walken impressions. Y'all love Nicolas Cage impressions. Adam Sandler impressions. Adam Sandler. Oh, everybody would be. Everybody can do that one. And y'all look. And the, and the white women love Britney Spears impressions. Oh baby, oh, baby. And see, I'm, I'm I'm studying y'all. This is gonna be the first book in my book deal. Uh oh. It's just gonna be. And it's gonna be like Gorillas in the Mist, but for like white people. Well, I'm just observing them in their habitat, like the like in, in Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> we should do a National Geographic special with like white people at the farmers market. Or some shit. Watch Karen in her natural habitat as she negotiates this banana to twenty cents a piece. Mm, the farmer says twenty two cents, but Karen, Karen is determined. Karen's. Karen's raising an eyebrow. She's asking for, for the, the manager. The manager. <laughs> and there we go. Classic predatory move by Karen. 
<laughs> Breath. You gotta, you gotta do everything like James Lipton. Breathtaking. And she stakes her prize at 19 cents <laughs> per pound, actually. <laughs> Great job, Karen. And this has been another episode of Nigga Peace Theater. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a while since y'all saw that. <laughs> um, I also watched uh, the Showtime joint Z-Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that it was that happened. It was it was not the one. It was a it was a thing. It was not the one. So Z Way is now Z Way is a comedy show, but it's a different kind of comedy show. This person Z Way is clearly trying to go down that lane of uh, like Stephen Colbert, where she's playing she's playing a role mm-hmm. and kind of improv role. And the guests are real guests that don't know that she's playing a character. And she's pulling them, she's making them say, like, you know, or kind of twisting their words and doing, you know, cringeworthy things. Um, The problem with that is, and this has nothing to do with white or black, Stephen Colbert is a trained professional improv actor, one of the best in the business. Anybody who's on Kids in the Hall, you know they were a beast. Yeah, this young lady, though she had some funny moments, and really the skit stuff was funnier. Like the American Girl thing, and maybe because I'm familiar with American Girl, it, it ran a little too long though. A little long, yeah. Like the the little commercial joints in between, yeah. I think those were funnier than the interviews, yeah. Um, get in and get out. I, I, yeah, you, my problem with it is that. I support black content. Same. I I currently am weary of content that centers itself around whiteness, even if it's like poking fun at whiteness or being satirical of whiteness. Right. I, I'm, I'm just kind of tired of, of social commentary being centered around our proximity to whiteness, if, if that makes any sense. Whether it's making them uncomfortable or right. what have you. Like Eric Andre had cringe comedy. I, See, Eric Andre made everyone right, and, and that's the thing. I, I laughed at his shit because he was just ridiculously uncomfortable to everyone. Uh, Z Way, it's it's just like okay. I, I feel like I've kind of seen that move done before, but done better by people. Like when you know, when Trevor Noah is at his best, yeah, I, I, I think he does a better job than I'll that. Put, I'll put it this way, and this is this is coming from an elder millennial. It was too millennial. Yeah. The setups and everything. Like it, it all played out like the like the living version of a comment section. Yeah. Right down to kind of playing the white people into saying something that we all know what they're trying to say, but is delivered a little cringeworthy. It was a Facebook thread. And her like looking at the her looking at the camera and winking and shit. It was a Facebook thread. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Um, and, and by contrast to me, I think that damn Michael Che was, I think it was well written, well thought out. It was, it it reminded me, and I apologize if this is sacrilegious, it reminded me of something that was Robert Townsend-esque. Yep. Uh, it, it felt like the natural evolution of that. Of like Hollywood squares and shit? Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood shuffles. shuffles yeah. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. Squares. Like very tightly written, very thematic. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was on point. 
very much so. Very clean, um, you know, well paced. Get in and get out. Yeah, yeah. The, the interviews and and getting and, she, and part of it was that she was gambling on doing this, opening up strong with big interviews like Fran Lebowitz. Yeah, it, it and her, Gloria Steinem. Her show felt like a, a clubhouse conversation for like an Issa Rae appreciation group. It know? was a TikTok. Yeah. Ah, there we go. It was a TikTok. It was a thirty minute TikTok. Yeah, I got you. And, and I, that was the part. And it, like I say, that part that just pissed me off so bad was that every time we know when the white people are saying something crazy. Right. And we know the characters you're playing, but it takes me out of it every time you look at the fucking camera at the cringeworthy moment and wink. Not wink, but every time she just look at the camera like, you heard that, right? Mm. Come on, man. We're, we're looking at the screen. Yeah, you're showing. You don't have to tell. Um... So yeah, I don't and and look, maybe it'll get better because I remember when I didn't think much of Black Lady Sketch Show and Black Lady Sketch Show, which is also back on, has come around for me. I, I heard I'm I'm actually hearing right now that um Black Lady Sketch Show this second season is is leaps and bounds better than the first. It's better. It's starting the same way though. Like like it you know, last season gained momentum. Yeah. That's what this one's doing. It's gaining momentum. And um, I'm. I like the new the new cast, or the 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 new people that they've added. Hey, I saw Gabrielle Dennis is still on there. So I'm Gabrielle Dennis is still on there. You haven't see. You haven't seen Sky yet. I have not. Sky's Sky's fine. Um, that is information that I can do nothing with. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. The the new women. And I mean, the, both the new women are actually pretty gorgeous. But yeah, I. I like what they're doing. Um, I like that they're keeping that same energy. I like the I, I like the the additional um, guest appearances, mm-hmm. the obligatory ones. We knew we were going to see Issa. We is knew it, we were going to see Gabrielle Union at some point. Is Angela Bassett back? Not yet. Not yet. All right. Not yet. We're still holding out. There's still time. Um, you know, even the, even the people that don't get a lot. Yvette Nicole Brown uh, is funny. Ah. Uh. I did see Kiki's Courtroom Part 2. Yes. With your boy Laz. Yes. Yeah. Laz Alonzo getting clowned <laughs> like the like the like the B minus C list uh light skinned dude he is. It was just missing the Mario Hardwick. <laughs> um uh Tone Bell was on there. Uh he's always funny. But yeah, so I I like that they're keeping good people working. Um, I'm I'm rooting for Michael Che. I am still rooting for everyone black. I want Z Way to be better. I do, I do too. I, I you know I, I I it just needs some some tune up, some fine tuning. Yeah, a lot of you know Jesus and Miro when they converted over to Showtime, mm-hmm. there was some transitional. They needed some help. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had to tune it up a little those, bit. Those first couple episodes, I, I will say, I feel like the pandemic the pandemic helped them. Yes, a little bit. They've been killing it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, there was somebody else that been killing it lately. That got a rough start. Um. The read was do. The read has gotten better. Oh, is the read still on? I think it is. Oh, I think it is. I. I only ever watched it on demand anyway. Okay. So I don't. So I don't know if it's running right now. Okay. I'll take a look for that. Um. 
so yeah, this so there's some there's some content worth checking out, and you know if you have opinions or whatever. So you're saying know. if if you do a podcast for long enough, you might get a <laughs> wait a minute TV show out of it, huh? Now wait a minute, <laughs> huh? I don't know. I, I I don't know if they're ready for me on TV. I don't know if I'm ready for me on TV. See, we're at episode one thirty seven right now. <laughs> Episode 200. I mean, I mean, actually, episode one. Look, horrible decisions. Weezy got a television show. I mean, it's fused, but still. I mean, you never know. It's better than what we got. You never know. And, you know, I take my people with me. That's all I'm saying. Hey, man. Take a lot. take, take, Take us out of Sunnyside. Episode 150. Anything is possible. I wonder. Stick, stick with me. Stick with me. Let's go. Um, you know what? Let's go ahead and do it. Uh oh. Umar versus Kevin Samuels. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Give me some explosions. On it is too. what you have been waiting for. It is the moment. It's time. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, um, okay, for those of you who don't know, the culture pretty much knows. Yes. There's been a little back and forth, parry and joust <laughs> between uh Umar Johnson, Hotep Dumbledore himself. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, oh, the original Carlton Banks, Kevin Samuels. Let me not do Carlton like that. Carlton was cool. Yeah, man. Um, fuck nigga supreme. Uh, brunch boots and all. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. The the new. Uh, I had I had a whole the 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 head misogynist in charge or something. Oh, um. Kevin Samuels threw some shots at Umar. What do you call this? Fuck nigga retrograde. It's this is the fuck nigga retrograde. Okay. We are we are in we are currently in the fuck nigga retrograde. You are on notice. Uh, so, uh, fuck nigga supreme shot some shots at Umar. He was like, I don't know why the women, you know, the women want me to talk to him more like Umar, and he started imitating him. You know, Queen Mother God, uh, and which was funny. I have to admit, most Umar impressions are pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so he was like, "So are we talking about the same nigga who hasn't built brick one of this school he's taking all his money for?" Which is yeah. uh, bang, 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 bang. that is that is valid. That is valid. Um, and he had a lot to say about you know um, not what uh, people wanting him to sugarcoat what he says. Which nobody really wants Kevin Samuels to sugarcoat what he's saying. No. We just want you to have the minimum amount of respect and dignity for black women. Mm. But according to the He-Man woman haters at large on social media, that is asking too much. Yeah. Um, so the he so basically he has charged up the He-Man woman haters, and on the other side, you have Umar. And uh, you have the Prince of uh, Pan Assholes who, amazingly enough, did a did an IG Live where he said, 
My problem with these YouTubian beta males. Whoa. <laughs> wow. YouTubian beta male is hilarious. Damn. That's hilarious. I'm stealing that at some point. That should be a shirt. I, I wouldn't make that shirt because he said it. <laughs> that should be a shirt, though. I mean, he makes money off of everybody else. Somebody should be making money off of him. Is he making money off anybody, though? He got the money. He just ain't using it for the thing that he told people he's using it for. Mm. I'm just saying. Mm, I, he's I, always showing off the donations. I've never seen him drive. Sitting in the Uber car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So, um, and he said something reasonable. He said, I know the sad thing is that women call into this guy. No women, no black woman should be looking for validation from a man. No black woman should, be, not only that, he said no black woman should be looking for validation from a man based on European standards of beauty and wealth. Full stop? Full stop. What? He said that shit. And it made fucking sense. His raggedy sideburn ass said that? <laughs> Wow. Wow. And my thing and my thing is I think a lot of the culture kind of had to stop for a second and pause because nobody's used to Umar being right about anything ever. A broken clock is right. <laughs> Twice, a, Twice day. a day. And we're and honestly with this broken clock, we're amazed it made it to two times. Because and I'm I'm still kind of floored. How did that how did you feel? Because I, I will say this, I have never seen you speechless before or humbled in such a way as I've seen when you hit me up and had to admit that this nigga made sense. That you agreed with something that Umar Johnson said. Bruh. I don't do this a lot. That takes character, by the way. I am look. You didn't have to do that. And 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 don't give me all the credit either, because I'm still gonna spin it to <laughs> it takes a magnanimous piece of shit. <laughs> it takes an enormous piece of steaming pile of shit to make something Umar said sound reasonable. To be for for anybody to be on Umar reasonable to be on Umar Johnson's side, that means the other guy is a horrible fuck. The enemy of my enemy is still my enemy. It's still my enemy. You know, but this, he made sense today. This shit is like the Kappas versus the other <laughs> the Kappas. Other Kappas. <laughs> God damn! I just want to see both of y'all kill each other with canes. <laughs> I, I, I I just wow. That's a big deal, man. God, I, and and I and I want to see them have it out. And they've been they've been making they've been shopping that video around, talking about this is the verses we want to see. And yeah, a little verses promo out of it. That's the verses I want to see. Yo, how would you feel if Umar Johnson was the one to get him out the paint, man? Um, it would make us rethink all of our methods. Not all of them. No, no. Let's not let's okay. not get crazy. It would sprout forth a bunch of more uh, Umar Johnson. Yes, so yes, that's it the would. Problem. And that's the problem is that Kevin Samuels has only filled the vacuum that Derek Jackson left. 
Yeah, whoever wins this. Oh, I just realized it. It's like Alien versus Predator. What was that tagline? That's the tagline of Alien versus Predator. No matter who wins, we all lose. Ooh, man. Because the other one will only grow more powerful. Because Exactly. Because the other one's going to grow more powerful and fill that power vacuum. That power vacuum that was left by the previous. And this is the problem. And at the end of the day, I do want to address this. And I'm like I say, I try not to make this the Kevin Samuel show, but the problem is you haven't been, you haven't, you don't social media a lot. It, it, the talk around him is gaining steam. Mm. And so he's turning into, so the, the fuck niggas that follow him have kind of turned into like Dallas Cowboy fans. You know, you know, how you always have a Dallas Cowboys joke yeah. and the Dallas Cowboy fans go, well, well, you're talking about him, so they're so so they're always gonna be they're always gonna be a hot topic because you're giving them you're giving them the attention and they're gaining power and that's how they're gonna get famous and 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 this and that and just any excuse for them to be famous aside from winning football games. And so the fuck niggas of the oh well y'all are giving him what he y'all are giving him what he wants y'all are giving him the power, um, if. If y'all give me the power and it's based on me spreading misogyny, misinformation based on bad faith arguments, I don't want it. Y'all are giving him power by being on his nuts. Well, y'all watching this man's meat a little hard, bro. <laughs> Look, chill out, man. The royal penis is is clean, I swear. Y'all not gonna y'all not gonna stop until y'all are shine spit shine that shit top to bottom. Y'all like I swear, y'all like Pinky Cherokee and Jada Fire on that bitch. Top to bottom. That's a porn reference. That's a porn reference. Got it. Randall, that's a porn reference. (laughs) (laughs) Had to think about it. Still got it. God damn. Couldn't pick him out in the lineup. (laughs) Son of God damn. Uh, So... I, I, I think this is hilarious And at the end of the day These are two motherfuckers That we really wish Would just cancel each other out mm-hmm. You know Unfortunately This is not an episode Of Justice League Where the bad guys Start fighting And then Superman shows up And just takes them All to fucking prison yeah. They like, had that episode actually It's like Omni-Man Versus Invincible Yeah it is Yeah it is that, You know Whoever's left <laughs> It ain't gonna be much. If Omni Man's left, he's gonna wipe us all out. If Invincible's left, he's just in the hospital comatose for six months. <laughs> um, but it, it, and it's just and interacting with these people is very interesting because even the ones who swear that they don't completely align with him, mm-hmm. the level of mental gymnastics they go through to defend the things that they swear they don't align with. It's it is like watching Spider Man or Daredevil or one of them that d- does backflips off of rooftops <laughs> and parkour. It is. It's just, like watching Michael Scott do parkour. Just, ooh, parkour, parkour! Wow, boy, I, it, you know, like I say, you don't really you you you're lucky enough to not see the whole climate, but it's getting ridiculous and. The problem, like I said before, the problem is not so much just like with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. The problem isn't necessarily the Cowboys as much as it is the Cowboys fans. Yes. Who are insufferable. And fuck Dallas. And fuck Dallas, by the way. Since I'm here. Uh, Yeah, I'll say, it's always a good time to say fuck Dallas. Um, 
So this is a this is going to be an interesting thing going forward because Umar doesn't let up. I, I I have to say that that's one thing one fun thing about Umar when he gets into beefs mm. he doesn't let up. So this is going to come up at one of his little live tour shows or some shit. If he's still doing those, if his grandmother will still let people over to the house, <laughs> she got to put the vinyl on the furniture. And let me tell you, this has come at no small cost to Kevin Samuels' rep- reputation. Because, like I said, I don't ever want to accuse anyone of being of being gay over some misogynistic shit. But the rest of Black Twitter does not agree with me. Because the evidence, as far as they're concerned, the evidence is piling up, and they're dragging the living fuck out of this man. Every time a new picture comes up, is him standing behind his him in some brunch boots and a Louis Vuitton fanny pack. Mm. Work says work with his with, with his edges gelled down in a kappa jacket. Laid. I, I'm just saying. I, I the first photo I saw with a with a kappa jacket on, I pretty much assumed that was the case. Work, bitch. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. And, and it must be a Kappa thing. Because anybody who's still uh, gelling their edges down, that's a problem. Yes. Speaking yes. Of, and, and speaking of grown men over 30 who gel their edges, who gel their edges down unnecessarily, did you, oh, well, you wouldn't have heard about this. Billy Sorrell's? Billy Sorrell's wild enough. Another Kappa. That's why I brought it up. That name sounds familiar. We, we've talked about him before. Okay. We've talked about him before. Me and him don't have a good history. Uh, he's a he's a he's a BT comedian. That's not funny. Okay. Um, he, wow, you said a lot of things that I just don't fuck with. That just don't fuck with it at all. BT comedian. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was on. I just mentioned he was on Instagram wilding. He apparently he's been going through um, some Tyrese ex wife uh, baby mom Aww. issues, and he has been wilding out like Tyrese times five. Aww. Um, be funnier. Just be funnier. Accusing his uh, accusing his his wife of trying to have him killed. I mean, and he kept a, and he just kept looking in the camera, screaming, screaming about how she sucked his dick, and it, it all it, it it just all screamed five foot seven. That's all it said. It just all screamed five foot seven. Um, Cheryl asked me. She was like, she was like, is he short? I was like, yes. It's like every. She was like, it all just screams five nine. I was like, that's cute. Yeah, he ain't been five. He ain't been five nine since ever. Uh, he got he got the Tory Lanez auto reply app. <laughs> <laughs> all the short niggas just have the same cooked speeches now. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I guess Kappa suck. And um. Yeah. The 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 hotel war is going well. So I, I I just I want to see another round. I want to see Umar pull out because you know Umar is going to be the one to pull it out first. I just want to see mutually assured destruction. There you go. There you go. That's the name of this podcast, by the way. Um, let's see. Oh, we haven't done this in a long time. Uh oh. It's another. It's, it's another installment of Drake Watch. Baby, sometimes you laugh, sometimes you cry, now you throw down. Baby. She took the half, I took the whole thing just to slow down. Baby. <laughs> Baby. Oh, I had to pull that one out. In case y'all have not noticed, I am on the soundboard this week. <laughs> <laughs> so if it sounds fucked up, I'm drinking. Sorry. 
Uh, I'm drinking straight, actually. Now. Well, these niggas do that. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> That's right. Drake Watch is the segment where we talk about what Six God is doing, who Six God is doing with, and whether or not there are coded messages to Rihanna in it. Uh, this week, or last week, Drake appeared. Okay, so let me see if I've got the story correct. Uh-huh. Uh, Drake flew a producer and his girl out. Yeah, I forgot his name. Um, not important. Right. Uh, to his domicile. Yeah. Where he basically has a home studio. Correct. And, you know, want them to listen to a few tracks and, you know, whole nine yards. And then proceeded well, to give. Well, she's a singer. So, okay, so she's an artist. Yeah, she's an okay. artist, and okay. um, apparently she she sings things. Okay, um, as you see here on her, on her Instagram, she's in front of a microphone with her mouth open. Correct. With, yes, singing, y'all, singing, presumably. Singing. Uh, so yeah, so he, you know, he invited her and the guy, him. Uh, they've been dating for eight years, I believe. Jesus Christ! Um, and uh, yeah, he's a producer, but you know, he was there for her. Vocal talents. Right, right, right. He, he This was a prospect. Yeah, so, okay. you know, took it to the studio. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure it went something like this. Hey, man, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, I got, man, I got like 10, 12 tracks for you, bro. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me just play that for you real quick. Drake was like, uh, that's, that's, that's fine, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, go, yeah, go ahead and load it up. No doubt, man. Uh, I, I need to holler at Naomi, though. Naomi. Naomi Sharon is her name. Okay. Need to holler at Naomi though. Uh, you know, I got something that I think she's gonna sound good on, man. Let me I'm just gonna take a I'm like we're gonna be right on the other side of this wall in in the studio. But man, you go ahead and load that up, man. As soon as we get out here real quick, man. That's never good. Yeah, it's never good. All right, bet you Drake bet, man. Uh I'm gonna be right here, man. I'm gonna have it loaded up for you, man, man. I'm gonna holler at you in just a minute, man. Drake was like, Bad. Baby. <laughs> Took a <laughs> Eight hours later, baby. Gave it that. And Sharon came back in the room. Was like, "Hey, we uh, we got we we got we got to talk about some things. Uh, I don't think this is gonna work out." <laughs> Let me tell you something. First of all, <clears throat> it doesn't matter if it's eight years. I'm looking at these pictures now. This is Drake's type. This is very much Drake's type. What else was he going to do? Chicks that look like strippers. Light-skinned chicks that look like strippers. This is Drake's type. Up and down. His, this, I thought this was his baby mom. I mean, look at all that forehead. How could he resist? <laughs> <laughs> and see, Drake knows the big forehead rules. I'm telling you, I'm telling I've been studying the fuck niggas. Drake knows the fuck, the, he knows the forehead rules. Look at that. Look at how much hair you have to cover that forehead with. So, you know, so you know she got that, she got that, that kryptonite. You know. Oh, man, that, he, this producer set himself up. You have to, when you're in the industry, you have to know who you fucking with. This dude smashed a chick with baby hair eyebrows. Like her baby hairs <laughs> contour down into her eyebrows. You have to know who you fucking with, bro. She ain't faithful. Though. 
No, no, no. But also, she got a cheating face. That was Drake. Uh, is it cheating if it's Drake? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. If look, if he put it, if he if he if he raps about it, it's pretty public knowledge. You right. You right. You right. Half his albums. Oh, look at this man. He, this nigga knew what he was doing. <laughs> this nigga should. If he didn't, he should have. Right. He was setting himself up. He was setting himself up. Yeah. He brought a woman that is the epitome of Drake's type. You brought a fish to the fish fry. And now this nigga on social media mad because Drake then broke up a happy home. Uh, you, brought you, the, you broke up a happy home. You, you broke up your happy yeah. home. You brought the big piece of chicken to your daddy house. Let me tell you something. Uh, the, women I, the, the women that I fuck with in my lifetime, um, I know what they like. I know what the, I you have, you got to yeah now you're in a different you are in a different league you happily you're happily married for most of your adult life um it, this is not relevant there. if Jason Momoa <laughs> invites both of us over for a studio session and I find myself in a room by myself baby I understand <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I hate to hear it. I hate to hear it. <laughs> That's the thing. I I know what the women. Yeah, you have to know. You have to know. Like I, I know if I bring. No, I'm not doing that. Because it was a nigga in college. My ex um, that I was messing with in college. It was a nigga named Landon. It was okay. a student government nigga named Landon. Oh, he lost. <laughs> he lost. <laughs> He was he he a, oh, whole, he a whole ho, uh, bruh. Landon, 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 nigga. Landon Taylor. Oh, was he black too? Oh, oh man, he was black. He was oh he he was he had zero percent body fat. He got old Jack and Jill last name. Oh man, he looked like Troy from Dear White People. Uh, had him a, had him a cute little light skinned girl that he had been with forever. Oh, all that whole nine yards. Anytime this nigga walked into the room for student government, everybody shut the fuck up. Where is he now, though? Still successful. I mean, you know, oh, okay. he wanted him. He, he, uh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but I. But at the time, my homegirl Amanda was just in love with Landon. Everyone was in love with Landon. But when the girl I was talking to, I heard her sigh. Like I like I I had my back turned on her, because I knew she wasn't entertaining Amanda's foolishness about landing, mm. and she goes, mm. "I say excuse you." I mean, and she looked at me and went, mm, "Sorry." I mean, we all been there. Look, fellas, we got to realize if something. she hadn't if she hadn't drove, I'd have left her. Here's something we all have to realize, fellas. If I can give you one piece of advice, but she drove us so. <laughs> One piece of advice is always drive yourself. <laughs> but my other piece of advice is to know this: ninety nine percent of you are not your woman's type. I'm gonna put a statistic on top of that. Yes. Not only are ninety ninety nine percent of you not your woman's type, like a hundred percent of you regular. I'm talking to the regular niggas. 100% of you are not your woman's first choice. Right. 
Accept that so, we have to accept that we are at best a second or third choice. One hundred percent. Accept that, and you got to know who the first choice is. You got to know who the first choice is. How much correspondence is being held with said first choice? Right. So if or when you fuck up, baby. <laughs> sometimes we laugh. Sometimes we cry. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> you got to know. And I feel like this nigga didn't know. Or he knew and took for granted. I'm in the industry. He went in there with them beats and thought that's what it was about. <laughs> he was he thought he he thought he was he thought he was being flown out by a colleague. Nope. No. Drake is nobody's colleague. No, sir. That was an indecent proposal. <laughs> Do not bring your big forehead stripper body chicks around Drake. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. I miss you see how you've been sweating Rihanna all this time. Bruh. You see, and you, you see Rihanna got that pixie cut to just, you know, Rihanna, you, women like that, they don't really want Drake, even though they know Drake want them. They just do little things to let to remind them that they're still out here. Yeah. How, how, do you, how does Drake feel? Knowing ASAP Rocky corny ass knocking that down. I really don't think Drake cares. No. No. Well, he's light skinned, so he does. He cares, but he he still thinks he's number one. He still drowns his sorrows in stripper vagina. Baby. <laughs> that let me tell you something. That sound ain't going nowhere. <laughs> this has been like the most scintillating. <laughs> Episode of Drake Watch <laughs> of all time ever. Um, uh, see, there's there, there's a couple little lighthearted things. Uh, what we got here? A lot of fuckery this week. There's a lot of fuckery. I'm, the fuckery is back. Speaking of fuckery, uh, Tory Lanez is working on a project, and who is working with him? Who in the industry, knowing what Tory Lanez has done? Yeah. Knowing that Tory Lanez is really on the outs with the press, knowing that Tory Lanez is really on the outs with the with a lot of the public, I'm sure it's a surprise. Who do you think would be the first person to put their toe in the water and actively publicly fuck with this nigga? It'll be a total shock. I know it. Christopher Maurice Brown. I am not surprised at all. Chris Brown's doing a project with Tory Lanez. On, in any other alternate dimension, I might be excited about this because I think it would jam. But the fact that he has the audacity, and it's not, and knowing Chris, it's not that he's not reading the room. It's that he doesn't care. This is the same nigga that publicly, when when Kaylani allegedly uh, attempted suicide. Publicly went on on social media and said, "Bitch, stop flexing for the gram." We all know you cheating on Kyrie Irving, even though she had not been dating Kyrie Irving for like a year. And of course, um, he beat Rihanna. And of course, I, I was gonna say that's the that I was trying to avoid that. Two one. men who are most famous for harming women. How how has Drake not beat his ass? First of all, Drake doesn't have hands. Um, I will say this. If Chris Brown and Drake went head to head, Chris Brown would probably beat Drake to a pulp. 
Oh yeah, they do keep saying that supposedly he knows martial arts and shit. No, it ain't even that. It's just a skinny dancer nigga. <laughs> nah, he's just gonna, he's just going with that ass. That's too many backflips and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It would be just like in that video they did. It, exactly like that. Where that nigga can't dance and ain't got no rhythm. He just yeah. light skin and swole. Really swole. I mean, he 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 does more. I have to admit, for Drake, he does more physical fitness than your average light skin nigga. I swore he was trying to be a. I swore he was trying to be a Fast and Furious villain. Everywhere he went, he was just he was just light skin and black shirts and a big and a big chain. He's gonna be Vin Diesel's other other brother. Yeah, <laughs> on the other. Yeah, Vin Diesel, the white girl, John Cena, like, and Drake. I mean, might as well. <laughs> might as well. Charlize Theron, John Cena, and Drake, all from the same family tree. You know, the fa- I, I've decided that the Fast and Furious movies, just on a quick side note, the Fast and Furious movies have just decided that they're going to pull a Samuel L. Jackson and put Charlize Theron in a new fucked up wig every movie now. Let's go. <laughs> Time the bitch had crochet braids on. I'm here for it. <laughs> now she got a. Now she got like a like a pixie bowl cut or some shit. My African queen. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to not be going this hard for a topic blonde. Hey man, she's the original woman. Well, I will say topic blonde was hard though. It was. Um, but uh, and so was I. <laughs> That was, a, that was a joke. That was a joke. It was there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I, hey, hey, I have made worse jokes on this podcast. Mm. This would be this would be an open change. Look, uh, nobody had D. Randall talking about his dick on hey, a while hey, black hey, bingo. Hey, hey, oh, you know what? Which reminds me. Oh shit! A couple weeks ago, A.A. Ron sent oh, me shit. his entries for. Uh, opinions while black bingo. Oh hell, let's go! Hold on, I meant I meant to bring this up a couple weeks ago, but I think we were drunk. <laughs> if that's all it takes, then we're gonna forget a lot. Which, of which should not surprise anyone at all. <laughs> I was just like, yo, um, I got opinions while black people. Uh, I, I I love y'all. Y'all participate. Right. Let's go. Here we go. All that to say. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go, let's go. Let me tell you something. Let's be honest. I was gonna say, keep that same energy. Throw hands. 100%. Having said that, I'm not going to lie. And finally, eat a black-owned dick. Well, I think we might have gone through all of them just in this episode, actually. <laughs> Shit. Shit, that was just an opening segment. Oh, man. That's that's wonderful. Keep them coming. Yeah. Keep them coming. Uh, opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Please hit us. With your entries for opinions while black bingo, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna set up an actual bingo card. Oh my! If, if God. we get some entries next week, then the following week I'll actually have a bingo card ready. Holy shit! Get on it, y'all! 
you have your assignment now. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Jake Paul. Oh God! So the Mayweather and Paul rivalry is uh, heating up uh, for whatever that's worth. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, Logan Paul, the racist brother, the uh, racist brother, is uh, right is apparently going to fight Floyd Mayweather. Boy, you ain't got no mixer in that. For the Triller money. And uh, apparently it was a press conference. Oh, none. It's just ice in here. Um, <laughs> shout out to these Yeti cups, man. I'm going to get a couple of these. Man. man. I'm getting these, bro. Holla at me. Um, yeah, let me know what that discount do. I wasn't supposed to say it on air. 60%. <laughs> so, um, uh, so there was a press conference and... You, and you know how kind of the red carpet type thing goes where, you know, first they were talking to Floyd and the, the whoever the blogger was, the reporter that was talking to Floyd was like, you know, so do you, so you think there would ever be a time you'd fight both brothers? He's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. It'd be entertaining. I'm about to shoot this. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping on the tonight <laughs> sleeping on the couch tonight oh, I am so sorry Mrs. Randall sleeping um, on the couch tonight <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be lit <laughs> so um, they were asking him if he would fight both Paul brothers he was like yeah it's fine yeah cool uh, when you're like 40 something and, and oh in your, in your career I'm fine. Fuck it. Throw me the throw me the useless white boys that haven't beaten anybody but Nate Robinson and henchman number three in the Shadow movie. Like what the fuck? And so he keeps moving, and then Jake Paul runs up on him, and it's like you want to go? You ain't nobody. Ain't nobody scared of you. And 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 does a little thing getting in his face. I don't think anybody told him that the fight wasn't that night. Mm-mm. So he was doing the little stare down face off. It also wasn't his fight. It also was not his fight. Um, and Floyd was like, man, get his clown the paperwork. Get his clown the paperwork. Let's go. Fuck it. Let's go. When a nigga with hands says give him the paperwork, mm. that's your signal to back the fuck off. See, the Pauls, appropriately, do not have a Jamal. Yeah. Oh. Jamal would never work with would them. Would not. <laughs> Jamal would never work with them. Supreme would put a head out on them. Yeah. And so he says, get his cloud of paperwork. Let's go right now. Let's go. And in one of the most amazing moments I've ever seen ever in these in these in contact sports, Jake Paul snatches Floyd Mayweather's hat off mm-hmm. and tries to run away screaming, Got your hat. What the fuck? And it was a huge, like, it took, like, the money team had, like, three or four big niggas, and they all piled on trying to get the hat back from Jake Paul. Yeah. But the funniest part of it is that while Floyd's trying to fight him, Floyd was swinging on him. And it's three people from the money team and two people on Jake's Paul team and Jake Paul's team in this big ruckus while Jake Paul is actively trying to put the hat on, <laughs> still screaming, got your hat! And by the end of it, they've pulled them apart, and they can end up fighting again. And Floyd had to have knocked 
Jake Paul right upside his fucking eye because he had, he was bruised all over here, all over in this upper upper orbital joint here. And Floyd is screaming, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Still without his hat. You know, Jake Paul has a tattoo now of Floyd's hat, <laughs> and it says, got your hat under it. I'm dead serious. And Floyd, wait, what? I'm dead serious. Did you say a tattoo? Yes. Oh, shit. Because it's Jake Paul. Oh, what's wrong with these white people, man? Dude. I've, ne- I've never heard of that. How you get your, how you... How do you get a tattoo in commemoration of the ass whooping you got in on public on camera? And has a tattoo that says "Got your hat" with a hat underneath it. Yes, this dumbass white boy. I've never seen this. Only a white boy would get their ass whooped and get a tattoo in commemoration of it. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Man, we're this, not even there yet. We're not even there yet. <laughs> oh my man, what is boy? I let me tell you, I have never, ever, in my lifetime, voted for Floyd Mayweather's well-being or prosperity in any endeavor he has ever done or will ever do. Mutually assured destruction. But today, I want him to beat the brakes off of this white boy. Both of them. Both of them. B-O-F-F-U-M. If he, if he feels up to it and signs the paperwork that night, I want Mario Lopez to line them up one by one. Just push them out there. Do they have a nephew? They have a similarly aged nephew. Run him out there too. When it gets Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> <laughs> On coke. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I forgot about that. I was... Like it's Triller. Do they do does Triller allow people to fight like fully coked up? Triller doesn't have scruples. <laughs> the fuck be, are you talking that about? That would be great though. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that would be lit. That'd be lit. I I watch that shit. I'm not paying for any of this, by the way. No. I'm not paying for any of this at all. But this is officially worth my time to pirate. Um let's see. Have you watched Yasuke? Mm, not yet. Not yet? Okay. I I will say, um, not going into too much detail. It's not a groundbreaking anime mm. at all. But as far as anime goes and how fast people, most people get through the average uh, block of anime, uh, it's, a, it's a nice way to kill two or three hours. Okay. Um, I will say that Lakeith Stanfield, as much as I like him, he doesn't sound comfortable doing voice acting yet. Like, remember when... when, when Animes really started hitting the U.S. with those big names voicing them and shit, mm-hmm. like uh, like like Princess Mononoke and like Billy Bob Thornton and Jada Pinkett Smith and Billy Crup and all them. Yeah. So I remember there was a time when they didn't sound a hundred percent confident on the uh, in the sound studio and weren't giving those tour de force performances we knew them for. I can see that because this was still new to them. And you know, because for a long time, like, like even with the Disney movies, Disney movies didn't always have top-notch acting talent behind them. Right. That was new, and I think that came with Disney. Like you know, with the Hercules, and the, maybe even before that. Yeah, that, that's. So people, you know, people were still kind of shaky about it. I think that's what Lakeith said. Stanfield sounds like makes but, sense. But that's cool. He, you know, he's trying new things. He's trying new things and he's getting access that he didn't previously have. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. There are people that have been doing average or subpar uh, voice acting for years in the white community and making careers off of it. Mm-hmm. I always say, we haven't reached equality until black people can be as, as mediocre as white people and still get the bag. James Franco. James Franco. Did you see where Seth Rogen said he ain't fucking with James Franco no more? Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Seth Rogen is the one that got his shit together and started doing, like, real work. And I shit. mean, in public, he ain't going <laughs> to They still doing cocaine at the same places. It's yeah, cool. You're going to see a new actor named Flames Draco. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did this guy come from? Well, you know, and so, yeah, I, you know, when we could be as mediocre as white people. Damn. Mike, Mark Wahlberg that had a medi- mediocre-ass career for like 20, 30 years. Flames Draco is my Flames. new rap name. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Give me an explosion. <laughs> I need another shot. Oh, hell. Oh, let me do this with them. Oh boy, hello. <laughs> that happened. On a Monday. That was way more than a shot. Ooh. I am not hitting the weights tonight. That was more than I expected. Oh no, do it, you bad. Fuck it. D Randall is dead. I just want y'all to know that. D Randall is dead. <laughs> Anything that happens from this point is is, is from the grave. D. Randall is mm-hmm. it has expired on us right, just right now. I saw that face. So many regrets. <laughs> Fortunately, these are sturdy chairs, and he can't just fall out and break this one. I gotta work tomorrow. Yes, he does. Sleeping on the floor. <laughs> uh, I think I think we've gotten through just about everything I wanted to talk. All right. it, oh, Amazon dating. What? Why? <laughs> So, Amazon has a dating service now that costs five dollars, an additional five uh, five dollars a month. Like this, five ninety nine, whatever. Um, they have a, it's a it's a dating service. Here's my problem. Amazon has too much power for me to trust them with the, with my algorithms for what kind of pussy I like. I look. I don't want to come home. And y'all have already delivered the pussy, not only to my house, but she's in my room. I don't want that. I don't want that. Damn. Why did Amazon do that? What was the reason? I just realized. What was that? They took my idea. <laughs> no, because I, I came up, I drunkenly came up with an idea of like Amazon escort service. <laughs> God where, damn it. Shit, they already got the logistics. They got Prime. They do. They got, you know, two hour delivery. They got drones. You know what I'm saying? They got drones. I think they've I think they've started doing this the self driving cars. Bro, you realize like let me look around as I say this. Oh shit. You realize like his his wife is home in case you didn't know. The prostitution market could be lit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. They bring the ass to your house. You know, no, no, we're not. We are. We I are, should stop because I've been drinking. We are not encouraging human trafficking. I should stop because I've been drinking. Well, that's one reason. So we're going to do that. As a matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. 
We'll be right back. I uh, need to take a time out. We will be right back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Sober Conversation with nope. the least sober. Nope. Sober Conversation. Back. It is no longer a sober conversation, sir. With the least sober team ever in podcasting. Aura. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and we are back, baby. We are black, baby. We are opinionated, baby. And I've talked a lot of shit about D. Randall, but I too am drunk. <laughs> I, I, let's just put that out there I, On a Monday I too am drunk on a Monday The difference is I don't have to be at work I do I don't know how this Deadpool bang is working bang, out bang, 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 bang. I thought it was funny uh, <laughs> I, I put it I, I, I said I was going to put it on the board to try it out I'm not sure how it's working out uh, you know. Hey you decide listeners mm, um, It is time for White people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. So profound. I, you know, that is the best. I think that's one of the best additions we have we have placed in this podcast. I agree. Um, we have an entry from. Oh, is there? Is this this promotion lady? No, <laughs> I'm I'm looking through the actual mailbag. Um, Vanita Johnson. What up, Vanita? Vanita, Vanita, Vanita. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> that was my push your tea, by the way. That, that was decent. Okay. That was decent. They know they know how they know how I pushed you. Um Vanita Johnson has sent us a news and I'm I'm opening this up. This is the first time I'm reading this. This is the first time D. Randall's hearing this. Okay. So we're going to right off the fly. This All is a right. different episode. We're shaking shit up. Shit. Uh, the headline is Black man enslaved by white restaurant owner should be awarded more than 500K court rules. Wow. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. John Christopher Smith, who has intellectual disabilities, was forced to work at a South Carolina restaurant for over 100 hours a week without pay for five years. A black man with intellectual disability should be awarded more than $500,000 after he was enslaved for five years at a South Carolina restaurant, a court rules. Bobby Paul Edwards, who is white, pleaded guilty in June of 2018 to one one count of forced labor using violence and other coercive means Mm. to make John Christopher Smith work at his restaurant for more than 100 hours a week without pay. The U.S. Department of Justice previously said in a press release. As part of his guilty plea, Edwards was sentenced to 10 years in prison and was ordered to pay Smith $272,952.96 in restitution. The price went the fuck up. Plus, they got to throw in an ass whooping with that, too. At bare minimum. You know what? Whatever the judge says you got to pay me, I'm willing to take a hundred thousand off if I if I can whoop his ass. Just to a pulp. I I'll I'll whoop his ass at a discount. Like Omni Man. Omni Man level ass whooping. Yeah. Think Edwards, think. 
uh, a court ruled last month that the amount should be doubled and Smith should receive more than $545,000. In the April 21st ruling, the U.S. Court of Appeals uh, for the Fourth Circuit stated that the initial amount decided by the court had erred in refusing to include liquidated damages in, in its order of restitution. Um... I'm going to go ahead and stop. We'll see. Citing the Fair Labor Standards Act, the court said an employer who fails to pay minimum wages and overtime to a worker is liable for liquidated damages in an amount equal to that miscompensation. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and stop there because I'm getting a little pissed off. As yeah. someone who has, because they, they didn't want to say, they didn't want to say it here uh, in, in that way, but this person has special needs. Yeah. As someone who has a who takes care of someone with special needs in his own family, this is my greatest fear. This is my greatest fear is that at some point I will let my kin that I love out into the world with an open mind and an open heart and someone's going to take advantage of this. This is what I'm talking about when I say we don't deal with mental health properly in this country. It's because this country ain't worth a damn. Mm-mm. And you mean to tell me, first of all, it wouldn't have got that far. A hundred hours in a week, Mm-mm. I would have noticed. It wouldn't have got that far. First week. The first week, somebody's ass is whooped. Period. Period. Call the police, because I'm coming. Tell them to bring everybody. Bring everyone. <laughs> you, through violence, yeah. coerced, into work and they didn't and and they didn't have the faculties to defend themselves and know better your life is over your life is over you had they they have to get they have to get protective services involved immediately they they're going to shoot you cuz i will find them yeah and and it's not going to be nice and it's not 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 where i live Mm-mm. not in my home city Mm-mm. your life is over period that ain't right. That ain't right. And mm. there's so many questions I have about the people around this situation who I don't want to say allowed this to go on, but maybe didn't ask enough questions. Double homicide. Oh, God. <laughs> you thought I was going? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I actually been waiting to use that all week. <laughs> uh, I have no other outlet. Oh my god! Uh, See, aren't you glad we do this? I can't use that shit at work. <laughs> there been times that I've been tempted. Oh man! So my thing here, god damn it, is there's like I say. No, nah, this, this one dude was late and left his computer at home, oh and I thought. Mm, Double homicide. <laughs> Couldn't say it though. Can't say it at work. Oh my god! All I can say was, yeah, we 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 got a spare for you. Just make sure you we got you know, turn no, it at the end of the day. We have to. So and culturally, we have to take care of these things. We yeah. can't let white people know what they mean too fast. Yeah, we have like like I'm like I I'm comfortable with white people learning about shit late. They usually do. Like if it's happening now. White people should be catching on at the end of the summer. Yeah, I mean, 
Because you know as soon as they get it, it's, it's a wrap anyway. So get as much as you can out of it before you let them know what it is. Correct. You know, I, I and it's one of, I call it the Dave Chappelle rule because he was always like that about skeet skeet. He was like, white people don't know what it means yet. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they're gonna flip. You know, we gotta we gotta wait we gotta wait till they can uh, uh, they so they can gentrify it once we're done with it. They colonize that shit immediately. Oh boy, they, no! And, and you know what? No, no. In the Black Lives Matter era, we cannot let white people have double homicide ever. Well, I mean, they committed it. I, I mean, they're allowed to commit it. They should not be allowed to say it. I'll put it that way. Uh, but yeah, I say all that to say, they have dropped the ball. Like this is one of those moments where, in my mind, the village failed. Mm-hmm. The village failed. Someone in the neighborhood should have known and talk to somebody five years Mm-mm. someone in the neighborhood should have said something somebody in the community somewhere should have said something someone at that job should have said something but then again we don't pay people at the at those jobs enough to say shit and that's exactly the attitude they take yep. because it's sad to say working a shit job takes some of the moral compass out of you. Right. Because there are some instances where you see where you see something and you should say something, but you see that clock and see it's 502. And you, you you're not with it. You're not with the shits that day. And I don't blame you. Um having said that, the whole village still failed. Yeah. Um and that's a goddamn shame. I didn't know how I, I I have to say I think I handled that well for someone. I didn't know I was opening up to that. I I didn't know that at all. Um, that's a that's some deep shit for me to be this drunk. Um, yeah, I'm not even gonna read the next one. Send your racist stories, <laughs> your racist real life encounters, along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, or any member or, or any uh, guest we have on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail uh, or you can find us, or you can log on to opinionswhileblack.com, find us on social media, and as well as ways to listen to us and ways to buy merch. Also, new spring summer merch coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. New uh-huh. spring summer merch coming very soon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, just be paying attention. Just be paying attention to the social medias. Baby. Baby. Um, we're gonna go ahead and take a take a quick break. We'll be back with the with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. Oh, shit. You're listening to Houston's most savage podcast. <sighs> Pour up. And we are back. Woo. We are black. Yes. We are opinionated. Yes. And we are indeed drunk. This this is a this is a Monday night for the books. Shit. Monday um, night raw. You know what I'm saying? Um it is now time for your listener letters. Oh, we gotta think now. Um Kevin Beck uh via Instagram. What up, Kevin? Um wants us to know. Guys, your podcast carried me through COVID. Nice. Insightful and hilarious to the nth degree. Mm. Now, I have one request, and I hope this isn't out of line. Shit. It's about to be out of line. 
Well, y'all asked Craig Lindsay to do a podcast every now and then. Loved him ever since his appearance on Opinions While Black, where he was ad-libbing while Oz had his headphone volume off. That shit was epic. shit like this. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I think that was his first appearance. Yeah. Oh, man. he been, So he had... He was way back. That was in the twenties. Hey, I was like twenty-seven. You know, people. You know, people are really uh, like binging this podcast. Yeah. Somebody told me they were like, I went through. I've gotten up to like. She was like, I got up to like episode seventy something in like six weeks because I just listened to this shit at work. Damn. Yeah. And your brain has not leaked out your head yet. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's a lot of listening Ooh, to us, boy. Let me tell you something. I can't even listen to us. <laughs> there are people like like uh, Remy Braff just got caught up. Damn. She was mad because she got caught up last week, and she put it on. She was like, "I, I got caught up last week. Now I actually have to wait until next you, week, till the next episode." Now you got to wait. You know? <laughs> um, I, you know, as, as soon as things open up a little bit, I would, I, you know, obviously Craig always has an open invite. I think to uh, absolutely to, to come fuck with us. One hundred percent. We just have to, you know, I'm, I'm. Just, Full transparency, we we record at my crib right now, so you know we we still bubbled up just a little bit, um, and you know, Craig be out there a little bit, Craig be out there a little bit, but you know, I we you know as long as once we can find a, a situation that's conducive to you know having guests like that again, Craig will be more than welcome, and more people are getting vaxxed. Yeah. Uh, Craig is, I think Craig's on shot number one, maybe. Um, like I said. And once once more people are getting vaxxed, that's going to be incentive. Yeah. And we're and you know I know a lot of people that are getting vaxxed. We're definitely going to have them over. Oh yeah. Um. You know, because uh, I. Well, you talking about a lot of people over here? No. No. Okay. I was going to say cause was, not I'm a lot all, of people I'm, and not a lot of people at once. I'm already sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, not a lot of people and not a lot of people at once. Of course. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, we're we're working on that. We're just kind of waiting to see what the vibes are, uh, as far as outside being open, as far because you know we're coming up on our third year anniversary, mm-hmm. and we you know we owe it to y'all to be able to do something where we have people. Yep, and that's why we didn't do episode one hundred last year. Um, if y'all would have stayed y'all asses at home though. We probably would have been able to do it. Now we got. We'll probably do episode one fifty before we do one hundred. Y'all bugging. Y'all fucking up, bro. Shit. Um, but to answer your question, um, I I believe he's still doing everything is canceled. If you like Craig Lindsay, mm-hmm. um, I I don't know that he gets to do it as often because of uh you know he because it's his day job or whatnot, uh, and his living arrangements, um. He's living at like Sad Animal House Part Two. That is wild over there. Like, and not like wild, wild, but like, yeah. I, everybody got a fucked up roommate. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, shout out to Craig Lindsay. We love him to death. Uh, he is definitely at the top of my list of people that I want to get on that, that I want to get on this podcast. Um, as we enter, as we enter the new phase of our. Uh, our baby, our project here, yeah, um, which I am very excited about. Um, when outside, get a little more open. We're about to show our ass. That's all I'm saying. Um, let's see. Do we have? Actually, let's go to the twitters. Oh. 
Uh, let's see what's happening on the Twitters. I, 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 we, we have a decent Twitter following. There's some people that are very consistent uh, and keeping up with us, and they keep us in all the podcast shout-outs and all that shit. I see y'all tagging me and reminding me that I still have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, one of our most recent people, shout-out to the uh, Brooklyn Girls Academy. I like their little podcast, man. Um, Tales to Enrage. Of course. Uh, says, what's a good soundtrack to a movie that is not worthy of it? Wow. One I can name right off the bat, Superfly. Damn, that's the, actually a very good one. The Superfly re- remake had the most jamming fucking soundtrack of all time. That was the, Now, you talking about some shit that just said Atlanta, Atlanta hip-hop? That shit was what that was, and I hate to admit it because I believe it was produced by Future. Mm. And that shit, that shit went hard. And... It was one of the only things that made that movie even remotely tolerable. Um, sorry, Trevor Jackson. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were not one of those things. Um, Superfly is definitely one. That was, it, it, As a matter of fact, even they opened up with that big uh, just get crunk anthem at the beginning with like Lil Jon and Psy High. And, man, that shit, was, that shit went. Um, so yeah, I would say Superfly for one. Uh, I know. Oh, that's the sound. I know Randall about to go in the vault hole. I was about to say, man. I was. Uh, I'm, I'm out here looking up. I, I'm pretty sure Trent Reznor did something that didn't deserve uh, whatever it got. What movie it didn't deserve. Yeah. Um, I was gonna go back into the '90s also. Um, the '90s '90s movies, especially black movies, had dope soundtracks. Oh yeah. Um, some of those movies, though, were meh. like Blank Man. Like, okay, this is this is where I I promise you I say this with a sober mind. This is where I get in trouble. Okay, when I say stuff like Juice wasn't a good movie, but it had memorable shit. moments. Oh shit! Let me take this shot. Juice was not a good movie, but it had memorable moments and a great soundtrack. The thoughts and opinions of I'm just saying I know I know what I'm getting into. <laughs> oh man, why did you do that? I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> what up, Cardi? Why she mad though? Uh, hey, I you know uh, hold on. Let me let me. I'm I'm sure there was something in here. Um, Higher Learning had a good Well, no, I won't say it didn't deserve it, but Higher Learning did have a good soundtrack. All the house parties, like all the kid and play movies, yeah. had dope soundtracks, even though the movies were stupid. Let's see. Boomerang was good. I ain't going to Boomerang was good. Boomerang, that soundtrack was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Juice. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, they about to come get your ass. I mean, fuck with me. What they going to do? They came with my ass. Um. Mr. Society had a decent soundtrack. I think Jason's lyric had a couple songs, and it was an ass movie. <laughs> Damn. Fuck, fuck Jason's lyric <laughs> to eternity. I have a feeling I know why, but they just had terrible. Like the, the Houston accents were whack. Yeah, you know how much you know how much yeah. clownage I had to endure because of yeah, that. Yeah, man. I'm just saying, y'all. Yeah, you you, you you're not wrong. 
okay. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to, you know, at, at the risk of, you know, Oz getting hate mail and not me, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Juice. I'll say, they, they ain't going to say nothing but tell D. Randley fucking up. <laughs> y'all, y'all heard me taking shots. Um, yeah, the Niners have a lot of good soundtracks. Was the Players Club considered a good movie? Yeah. Okay. Not by me, but yes. See, I'm going to leave Belly alone. Bruh. Belly, Belly's a classic. Belly is a classic for better or worse. Um, there were some of these that were on the... In 2D. Okay. In 2D had a jamming soundtrack and that was a stupid that ass movie. That was a trash movie. That, that was a stupid ass movie. If Omar Epps plays one of the leads in your movie, your shit is not good. Omar Epps can't carry everything. Mm-mm. You know, Omar Epps, could, like he carried higher learning okay. But he had a good cast around him. He had a really good cast around him, as a matter of fact. He had a very hateable Michael Rappaport. <laughs> that, that, too. That, too. That, and, that, and that role has not aged well for him. No, no. At all. By the way, he has successfully shut the fuck up since we told him to do so. He has. He has. I'm, I'm happy for it. Um, That's a good question um, that, you, that you asked about that. I'm pretty sure it got us in trouble, but... Um, I got you in trouble. Fuck it. Because <laughs> I was say. They like my picks. They know mm. I don't miss with music. Mm. I miss sometimes with Because you out here pandering. Oh, I'm simping. Oh, I'm Kung Fu Pander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I, I was going to say Love Jones just to really make people mad, but I would not be, I would not be truthful don't do if that. I said that. I'm, don't I'm, do that. I'm not that much of a troll. I'll say we're we going to have a disagreement right, right now. <laughs> drunk. Fuck the bullshit. Um... Let's see. We definitely have one more from David Santiago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what things in life bring you the most joy? God damn, David. Man. Keep in mind that your wife is home. Oh, we do have. Oh, okay. We do have. Uh, we do have one more. I'll okay. save that one. Yeah, but go ahead. Um, good friends. Good friends. Okay. Well, the, the company of good friends. Right on. Boom. Right on. That's how this podcast was born, yeah, actually. Actually, yeah. 100% true. Because we, alre- we already were cool, but then we figured out that we really fucked with each other, and we yeah. really like had a lot in common and shit. Yeah. Um, I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, I think for me, yeah, good, I mean, good friends is always a good answer, but you, you stole my answer. So yeah. I'm going to say... Uh, music. Yeah, music gets me also good. Yeah, music gets me through a fu- music gets me through a lot. Yeah, and I'll say you know those two things are things that were constants throughout uh, this entire last year. Yeah. So yeah, I'll absolutely. See that, Dave? You got a reasonable answer. Got a reasonable answer. That was a reasonable question. That Shit. was a that was a moderate question. Thank you. Finally, giving us a decent question. Uh, Gustavo. Uh, wants to wants us to know. Gustavo sounds like somebody's about to give us a fucked up question. <laughs> Gustavo's all right. Let's see. I'm sure he is. On a scale of one to ten, where would you rate Sam Wilson's Captain America costume? Ah, good one. Good one. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and put a ten on it. I'm gonna put a ten on yeah? it. Yeah, especially especially the version that was touched up. Um. Digitally, so that you yeah. won't see those weird creases in them. Now, I mean, think about this, man. Think about if this shit happened in real life, man. 
you got a Wakandan vibranium flying suit. Right. Right. Yeah. Come on, bro. You got to come with it. That's a 10. That's a 10, right? Because first of all, they gave a black man a flying suit. Oh, well, I hate to be I'm because I know I'm about to be the East German, the East German judge on this one. Um, I think a lot about costumes. I thought about a lot about costumes lately because you know they've been debuting those uh, those mock ups for the Hellfire Gala. You know, X Men has the mm-hmm. Hellfire Gala, so they yeah. they they put them all in their little formal wear and shit. Yeah. First of all, I just on a side note the Hell the Hellfire Gala costumes. No one has dusted Emma Frost yet. Nah. Emma Frost shitted on everyone. Like, she's basically on some like the all diamond joints. It's as close as you can get to porn, bruh. In the comic book, form. Emma Frost, and not even just because of that, because it's so fitting for her. Yeah, like that's a, man. That everything about that was perfect for her character. Every and and we're gonna be damned if Emma shows up, Jean, if it gets shown up by Jean Grey in her own shit. Uh, Storm was second best, but that's neither here nor there. Um. See, see, diamonds. and then the all diamond joint just shitted just on everybody. Diamonds man. all up in your grill, Bruh. Man. So anyway, but I, I digress. Um, I think a lot about costumes in superhero them in general, mm-hmm. and how there are like there are very few that end up truly iconic. Superman's iconic, yeah. Uh, Spider Man's iconic. Batman is iconic. Um, that's why they don't change much. Superman at all. But we also have to be real about the Falcon. And we, and I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. Captain America. Yeah. Iconic. That's why when 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 John Walker showed up, we immediately hated him. Yeah. Because the new version of that suit was stupid. Yeah. The Microsoft Paint version of yeah. Captain America <laughs> ain't really cutting it. And so. How do you follow up such an iconic costume? Because when you know in the comics when Bucky took over, it was more or less the same with a few different with a few different little things. Like the like his was a little more armorish. Uh and a little shinier and shit. Yeah. But it so was... what do you do with Sam that enhances what he, that enhances what he does, but still keeps his own sense of style going? Yeah. Because as far as I'm concerned, to this day, the best Captain America costume in the movies and TV has been the Super Soldier joint from Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, having said that, all in all, because one, because it stays so loyal to the source material while looking good, while translating well to film. It could have been the old one, though. Ooh, when your boy had the deep V cut. Ooh, with the deep V. That was nasty. Boy. That was nasty. Boy had the, the, the V all the way down to the Looked navel. like a wrestler. Boy, it looked like Luchador. Looked like a looked like roller derby was on, bro. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Wrestling 3 up in <laughs> Um I'm gonna have to give Sam. I'm gonna give Sam an eight. I, it was a, because I I love that costume, it's a, it, but in I think of in the scheme of what's an iconic costume and what is not, um, just in the whole of superhero them, and with that in mind, especially 
the and I, I actually I want to give it an eight point five just off of the fact that it transferred so well from comic to to movie, and yeah. that's not something that's often done right. I, I look at it in terms of functionality. Um, okay, and, and there are a few things that go into it. Like, sure, it's not. I mean, as long as you have a derivative of you know in iconic costume yeah and, and i see your point I, I may revise mine down a little bit because I, I see your point on that but in terms of functionality especially for a comic book movie um there aren't a lot of wasted elements to that to that costume agreed and, and it, especially the functionality of the wings yeah even outside of flight like i i think what you can do with that with that costume is extremely dope um, I think it looks good. I think they dialed it down for functionality even more yeah. in the show because usually he has those wings out by his side like this, yeah. but he can retract them completely so he can have free form movement. That's that Wakandan technology, the black man is God. You know, black man is God. And they keep in mind that he's less... See, that, that was the thing with all the fighting. He's less a warrior and mm-hmm. more... He's a pararescue. Yeah. He's a pararescue, so he has so so he needs to be more nimble than strong and tough. Right. And even though the costume is certainly built for that, because it and it, this is why I gave it an eight or eight point five because it's a little bulky around the shoulders and everything. I see. Um, that's just a you know that's just the padding they use. For, I mean, this is perfect for a dude who don't really have hands. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no. God damn it! Hey, shout out to Black Nerd Problems. Hey, I love y'all. He ain't got no hands. But <laughs> boy, look at that! All that tactical. The Wakandas knew he couldn't. Fight. They knew he couldn't fight. They had to give him something, bro. They, he thought he was getting a gift. They were like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> don't read the card at the bottom. Open the card." Nigga, you ain't got no hands, though. Oh, man. <laughs> we got some extra shit in there for you. We fixed your little robot, nigga. Yeah, man. Um, the weak drones you had. <laughs> shit. See, these drones could push a, a, an armored truck. Sure, he's condescending. Sure, he's condescending ass. I'm sure they did their best. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, Gustavo. Thank you, um, uh, uh, Tales to a Rage. Thank you, David. Um, uh, thank you everyone Y'all know what to do Opinionswildblack at gmail.com That is what you need to do to get in touch with us Boy I got them blue blockers too do not Anthony Mackie just look like he'd be a blue blocker Wearing ass uh, nigga I, Look man <laughs> Not enough credit though Is being given to, to John Walker's Trash can lid Ass shield <laughs> Did man. you see that shit they just Stop that bitch. That boy had one of those we got a shield at home ass shield. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, that Fisher person that Fisher price my first shield, nigga. <laughs> oh man. He he threw that bitch one time. They threw that shit to the side. Curb stopped that bitch. That shit didn't even bounce. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and you saw at the end when they when everything was wrapped up, and Sam and Bucky walked by him and just gave him the nod. 
He thought he thought he was getting the, I'm down. I'm good with black people. Nah, he was getting the nigga. Don't bring that shit around here no more. <laughs> Came over that weak shit, boy. Oh man. Oh man. And now it is time for the top three. Oh, we still got show left. All right, <laughs> we finish it strong, bro. Shit, we got. We gonna add ourselves to this list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are so drunk. It is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Two of them in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, oh, we have one runner up. One, the runner up is Lil Duval. Um, uh, one of the worst things to come out of Florida, which is saying a lot. Um, Lil Lil Duval was on the Breakfast Club. Um, one of the center focal points of where all fuck shit is said. Um, telling people, telling men that they should not be roommates with other men after thirty. Um, shut the fuck up. Listen, I am so tired of rich. Well-off people that haven't had shit to worry about in the in the rent control department for the entirety of their career, telling non-rich people what they should do with their time and their money. You shouldn't really listen to a nigga that doesn't have to live in a full-size house. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway house means something else to this little short nigga. <laughs> Oh man, he he live in a tiny house. Yeah. Oh, that's a mansion for this nigga. If they can put your shit on the back of an F one fifty, you need to shut the fuck wow. up. How you a life size bobblehead? <laughs> <laughs> Got a life a life size bobblehead with a man size hairline. <laughs> the fuck? He need, and he, wear, he must wear caps too much. Bro, if you don't wear caps all, you gotta put you you wear snapbacks all the time. You gotta put that that napkin underneath the cap so you don't get that line. Ugh. Yeah, no, we just looking at this goofy ass nigga. Um, all I'm saying is he's short. He's shorter than Stilo on Ridiculousness because I've seen him on Ridiculousness. Um, that's a hard accomplishment. Yeah, he is easy for him to live by himself because he only pays half the, half the cost. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, he inherited this shit from the old woman that lived in the shoe. So, <laughs> uh, don't talk too much shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga drive a power wheel. <laughs> you remember in the days they had the Mr. T big wheels and shit? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. I, that, that's, why, that's why he looked like he all teeth. The nigga ain't but four feet tall. Oh man, shout out to the nigga version of Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh man. Um number three the number three person, we're God, we're only the number three, is Ben Affleck. Uh so the star of Geely. Uh, <laughs> the critics who <laughs> Shut that shit down. <laughs> the star of the Tour de Force Reindeer Games. Um, as it turns out, he's on a dating app. It doesn't matter which dating app is on. I forgot what bum ass dating app he's on. It's not Tinder. Or like, is Bumble a dating app? Sure, yeah. Okay. I think that's the one where the women have to reach out first. Oh, shit. He definitely on that one. 
Um, That's the only way he gets not me too. <laughs> hmm? So so Ben Affleck is on one of these bum ass dating apps. Uh, very publicly, apparently, I I did not know this, and he matched with a young lady, and I, for whatever reason, the young lady, you know, I don't know how it works, rejected or swiped right or whatever. Yeah, and he made a video and hit the lady in the DMs to ask why he had gotten rejected. Now, in his mind, he was like, oh, she must not have known that it was the real certified Ben Affleck. In my mind, this young lady absolutely fucking knew that this was a certified Ben Affleck, which was why he got rejected. Um, because Ben Affleck seems exactly like the type of entitled, good-looking Don Draper motherfucker uh, that thinks he is entitled to the pussy because of his stature and his status and will just follow up with, well, why aren't you fucking me? I, you know, when real niggas, real people of stature will just move on to the next. I, you know, if, if you really is, I'm not of the celebrity variety. Someone of Ben Affleck's stature, you just walk out and say, "Hey, I'm Ben Affleck." He ought to be able to walk out on his street, yeah, his home street, and say, "I am Ben Affleck. Who is sucking my dick tonight?" So the name of the app is Raya R A Y A. Okay, not to be confused with and the last dragon. No, this is definitely the first dragon. They, they believe in individuality, creativity, and sharing stories. Oh, this is oh he was trying to pick up. Uh, he was trying to pick up a simple chick. We believe that using technology to meet someone should feel safe and exciting. We this, believe that people are not users; they are members of community. Free did to, he not read this description? Free to express themselves in any way they choose. This sounds like exactly the kind of the kind of social media venue where he would get me too. We believe in meeting someone who can change a life. This sounds like exactly not his scene. Especially when we know that he was pretty definitely complicit in Harvey Weinstein's fucking up. Members agree to a code of conduct so conversations and interactions are respectful. Hell no. We empower our members to share a far more expressive version of themselves Get the fuck than on. anywhere else online. Benjamin Affleck ain't giving a fuck about mm -mm. a code of conduct. Nope. Anybody that used to fuck with Harvey Weinstein and Quentin Tarantino back in the day and Kevin Smith yeah. ain't giving a fuck about a code of conduct. Damn. They just not. Ben Affleck set himself up. And then got entitled, extra entitled, and why why aren't you could you what they say what the dude saying hitch? You're doing it right now. Right now. Ben Affleck, shut the fuck up. Like, that's what fucks me up. Good-looking white people that have gotten by on being good-looking and white in Hollywood still haven't nailed being good-looking and white. Yeah. Like, pussy should be the first thing you not you nail down. Like, that should be the first, first, second, and third thing you're good at in Hollywood, if nothing else. And you can't get that right. 
Poor oh, guy. Poor man, fuck him. Fuck him. Shut the fuck up! And, uh, and I don't even know where I am on this list. <laughs> like, the f- that was number three. That was number three? Okay, great. Number two is Elon Musk. And and no, it is not because I am still salty about Dodgecoin taking a fucking dip. Even though you scary motherfuckers, you scary motherfuckers, stop jumping out early. I'm not giving out financial advice, but we've seen this happen before. And the following week, Dogecoin tripled. Squippy is scary. Hold the line. I got to tell y'all. I have to tell y'all everything. Hold the fucking line. That's all I'm gonna say on Dogecoin. Um, Elon Musk was on. In addition to him tanking on Saturday Night Live, I didn't make it past the monologue. I did the monologue. I did one skit. I had to jump out because you know I was there, you know, in solidarity with Dogecoin uh, because you know he has become kind of the the pirate of this love boat or whatever of this uh, of this this train or whatever the captain. Sure. And so I was there in solidarity. I wanted to uh, see see the numbers go up and see myself get to be a hundred air. And so. Um, then I realized I forgot that Saturday Night Live is not funny, and no. that Elon Musk is a lab a lab created villain, James Bond villain, uh, and his mother looks like exactly the kind of Star Trek villain that would create Elon Musk. And by create, I mean in a lab, yeah. in a white pantsuit, announcing the twenty fifth annual Hunger Games. Um, exactly. But that wasn't even the worst thing Elon said all week. This motherfucker went on Twitter. That's another thing. Uh, Elon should never tweet. Elon should never tweet. He's one of those rich people that should just try to get by being mysterious. Yeah. Just be quiet and mysterious. And the fact that Kevin Hart reposted this is just is mind blowing to me. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> like it just sounds like some Rock Nation brunch shit to say. Uh, this from Elon Musk on Twitter: Working sixteen hours a day, seven days a week, fifty two weeks in a year, and people still calling me lucky. Shit, I was working nineteen hours a day last year. <laughs> That wasn't luck. And that wasn't luck, and he ain't rich. And I ain't rich. And let me tell you something. This because this continues this thing of this this illusion, this delusion, that you too can be a billionaire if you just shut the fuck up and work hard. Which is just not the case. We know that now. It's not the case. And and for and if you're a billionaire like Elon, for every billion you make all that 16 hour days and shit there's somebody in your company working twice work, working uh, I guarantee you working 20 hour days 32 hours a day 32 hours a fucking day who's getting 3 hours of sleep borderline borderline borderlining on dementia for that ragged ass truck you got for 14 for 14 dollars an hour we there's scientific there's economic proof at this point that a billionaire does not get to be a billionaire without acquiring money and power to someone 
under him's detriment. And the next wing fighter doors don't even come standard on the car, man. You gotta <laughs> shit. You gotta pay ten thousand for the upgrade for that shit to automatically open like that, man. That's bullshit. So guess what? We're at a point where we don't want to hear from rich people about working hard. Cause you ain't working that goddamn hard. I do want a power wall though. Do I okay, do want a power wall. Hook me up and I'll stop talking shit I, I about it. I was gonna you. say, give me one of them flamethrowers. Ooh. Give me one of them flamethrowers we can talk. We're sending people to Mars. Man. You know who I'm not going to trust to send me to Mars? Who's that? Elon Musk. At all. At all. That's another thing. I'm sick of the privatizing of space. Stop that. Stop letting these people privatize space. Nigga, how you own space? You have a Starbucks on the moon before we even fucking get there. Shut the fuck up! Y'all bugging. Y'all bugging because y'all let this man get this much power. Y'all letting this man have power over Dogecoin. Uh, he gonna fuck this. He gonna blow this whole deal. I just need this shit to get to a dollar a piece so I can jump out and get this uh, ninja foodie grill. Uh, until then, <laughs> Elon Musk got to shut the, shut fuck, the up. fuck up. Let's go. And the number one person who should shut the fuck up. Ba, 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 ba. Been a while since we've done this one. Uh, Joseph Biden. Damn, Bruh, Joe Biden refuses. To just sit down. Sit down. You have everything going for you. The administration has set this up for you. People were getting vaccinated. People were getting stimmies. Somebody had a stim- Somebody bought a tiger. That's what it's going to turn out. Somebody bought that tiger. Welcome to Texas. <laughs> somebody got a tiger. Also, that person was also on bond for um, aggravated murder or something. The from tiger tw- guy? 2017, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. How y'all don't bond and got a tiger? <laughs> how do I stay low-key? Ain't nobody spend them stimmies responsibly. Uh, but how, how does that work, actually? That's, that's a good question. <laughs> so, you try to stay low, but you get a goddamn tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all I'm saying is... <laughs> I don't even. I, I'm fucking up. Joe. Okay, Joe Biden. What did Joe Biden do? Joe Biden has doubled down on this notion that uh, if you are on unemployment, um, you should be you should be taking whatever quote unquote suitable job comes your way, mm. and it's t- at best it's out of touch and not reading the room. Right now, there are a lot of job openings out there. But it's because they are bummy jobs. Yeah. They're bummy jobs where people are so sick of the abuse that they have to suffer from customers that they'd rather just take their chances with unemployment until September and then take their chances later in the fall and just ride this shit out until this is over. Because people are sick of the abuse. People are sick of the abuse for not much pay. People are sick of not having any fucking benefits. Yeah. People are sick of working at places. People, I don't know why people want it. Oh, why do you have to close early? Five minutes ago, you couldn't wait to get You couldn't wait for shit to open up. And you couldn't wait to rush motherfuckers back out there. Oh, you you wanted people to get off unemployment, get off their ass and work. But now you have to deal with the truth that these jobs... Where it's just 
it's it, it it's it, it's the system greasing the wheels, like Randall has said on this podcast before. It's the system greasing the wheels, mm-hmm. um, so that lower class people have the feeling of being served and have the feeling of telling someone that they see is beneath them what to do. And if they get sick of you, then it must be their fault because they're not working hard enough. Yep. And because they and because they're not working hard enough to climb the glass climb the ladder or the ceiling or whatever the fuck glass thing it is. And somehow it must be their fault and and they must be to blame for their lot in life when we've seen blatantly with this pandemic that capitalism is a house of cards that don't give a fuck about you and will sacrifice you in a heartbeat to keep itself going. Double homicide. It's it's officially played now. It's it's played now. (laughs) I've killed it. And y'all... It fe- this is why this is what I was talking about before. It feels like we should have learned a lesson here, and we have not because we let Joe Biden say dumbass shit like this. Just tell me that he is just not in touch at all, whatsoever, with what's happening out here. As long as they ain't giving each other COVID, I don't give a fuck what's happening. Like you're a filler president. You're a filler president. You're spo- you are the filler president. All we need you to do was get people was get people vaccinated, get people their stimmies, and be the fuck quiet. While Kamala does all the real work. And we ain't seen we ain't seen hide nor hair of Kamala Harris for Is, real. Is she still there? Yeah, she's still there. Okay. She's still there. She, she's still looking good. Um, not the point. Kamala Harris is looking pretty good. Baby. <laughs> she got that forehead. Baby. <laughs> and, and all I'm saying is, all you had to do was the bare minimum. This is one of those times when we are okay with someone just doing the bare minimum and getting the fuck out of the way. And you can't do that. You're a leader. If you're not, and if you're, if you're, if you're going to open your mouth, it you need to be in touch with what's happening out here. And what's happening out here is that people are sick of this shit because you floated the idea of raising the minimum wage. And if you're not going to get us that, you can't tell you can't tell us to march our asses back to these bummy ass jobs, which it looks like for me is coming, whether I like it or not. It's your boy. I'm still on hold with the unemployment office, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Two and a half hours later. (laughs) Um, Shut the fuck up, man. For your sake. We just need you to not blow this whole America thing for four years until the Democrats get their shit together and get a new champion, which it looks like is not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. There's no, they're not excited about anybody. We're not excited about anybody for them. And anybody that we would be excited about is smart enough to not step up. Beto stayed his ass at home. Mm. I ain't seen him in a minute. Julian Castro stayed his ass at home. The other Castro is staying his ass at home. They're twins. They're twins. Yeah. I, they're, they're like there's one, and then there's another one that's a one's a senator, one's a governor, something like that. Yeah, I don't something. know. Something. Uh, 
And they're all staying their ass at home. Because they know better. And they know what they're up against. We don't have we don't have a second coming of Barack Obama and we probably never will. Unless Michelle decides to do it. She's not. No. No. She's smart. No, <laughs> no, no. she's smart. She's smart enough not to do Yeah. She's not the dignity of the Obama legacy, she's not putting herself on stage to have a serious debate or conversation with Donald Joseph Trump, <laughs> who is almost certainly returning from the ashes in 2024. It's not going to happen. And meanwhile, all we need you to do is sit there and be quiet. You know what you are, Joe Biden? You watch game. You, you saw Game of Thrones. You're Tommen. All we needed Tommen to do after Jeff off after Joffrey died was sit there, smile, point at someone every now and then, fuck Marjorie, and shut the fuck up. And he couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Tommen was scared of pussy. That was what got me. He was afraid of pussy. That was the one that jumped out the window, right? Yes. Yeah. His his cat was named Sir Pounce. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, go and jump out that window. Just jump out. Just, you done, dog. All we need you to do is not jump out the window. And you are flinging yourself from the top of the from the top of King's Landing right now. Please, for the good of the republic. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Pretty please. Don't blow this. You're blowing it. You're blowing it. You're blowing it and you're blowing your legacy. You're blowing your legacy and I, I don't want to say the last Biden we actually liked died, but that's that's hard. That's hard. That's not fair. Um, I don't feel good about anybody losing a child, but we actually kind of liked Bo. Bo said some smart shit now and again. The apple fell quite far. Light years from the tree. D. Randall, have we done a podcast? I think history will look back on this <laughs> and will question whether or not this is indeed a podcast. They will know us <laughs> by the trail of the dead. <laughs> somebody said that. You know, somebody somebody in the comments, um, I don't know if it was Tales to a Ranger who, who it was. They were like, uh, when I was telling the story about about the ass whoopings, about about the guys, they were like the funniest the funniest part of the episode was that Oz goes outside to see the to, to see who's fighting, and they say just follow the trail as if as if Daredevil has been in the hallway just beating everybody. The trail of whoop asses. <laughs> oh man, our comments. You know our comments. We don't have a lively comment section, but when y'all comment, y'all some y'all some wild motherfuckers. What's his name? Uh, David Santiago said that that Mario Lopez is the Winter Soldier of hosting gigs, Damn. and that they just awakened him. They just awakened him by saying "Screech Kelly Zach Slater." <laughs> Building. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Y'all, thank y'all so much. This has been a, this is, this has been a hell of a ride. This episode alone, it's gonna be tragic when we can all drink in person. Oh my god, we, episode one fifty is gonna be a fucking shame. One of y'all ain't gonna make it out. <laughs> That's why y'all ain't coming to my house. Yeah. I was trying to I was trying to clear all this shit out so uh, we could have like a small 
intimate like garage party or something. But Mm-mm. the opinions while black fam just Mm-mm. y'all don't know how to act. Y'all gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> y'all ain't even here yet. Y'all gotta go home. Y'all ain't even coming inside. I got bug zappers and citronella candles everywhere. Y'all, y'all ain't not, coming inside fucking my shit up. I ain't got no water in the house drink. There's a hose right there. <laughs> y'all getting hose water. Episode one fifty. <laughs> oh man, no pictures gonna be stupid. My mama said I can't go in the house till the street lights come on. <laughs> Oh man, thank y'all so much. It has been it has been an honor and a pleasure as always. Um, church announcements, D. Randall. Uh, yeah, while we were recording this, a friend of mine um, met someone named met someone today whose name is Shanice. The name is spelled C H I N E S E. C H I N E S E. Wait a minute. Pronounced Shanice. Really? Black people. We have to do better. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> that was not what I had in mind for church mm-hmm. announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, church announcements. Uh, anything on my side? Oh, um, got uh, comic book reviews on some comics <laughs> uh, available on blacknerdproblems.com. You out here being productive. Um, also... Um, Got some, uh, I, I said merch was coming up soon. Um, what else I got? Shout out to, oh, I did all my shout outs. Uh, it was, did I say it was David Braff's birthday? Uh, yeah, David Braff's birthday. Uh, many happy returns for him. Yeah. Uh, getting old in style. Getting old, nigga. Uh, this nigga, this, this nigga looks, this nigga's got to be pushing 50 looking my age. Mm. Um, Thank you, everybody, man. Thank you all so much. Um, I'm. It's an honor and a pleasure to get up and do this every week. Um, this is kind of what I live for. Um, I didn't think I'd be here, but here I am, and I appreciate you all for it. Um, that includes, that's including especially D. Randall. Um, we will be back. We're going to be here. It ain't over, y'all. We're going to be here. It ain't over. The pandemic ain't over. These crazy times ain't over. But God damn it, we're going to be here. We're going to be here to help you get through it. Yep. Until then, until next week, with more foolishness and fuckery, this has been episode 137, 137 of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. And I am sleeping on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, in parting, titties. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Glad to do that. Glad to do that. Take it out. Bye, nigga.